0: It's time for Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio. Mix 96 FM, Total Media, and Jackson County Broadcasting proudly present Jackson Ironmen Football. Tonight's broadcast of Ironmen Football is brought to you by Ohio Valley Bank, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Buckeye Construction and Restoration, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Four Winds Community, McDonald's of Jackson, H&R Block of Jackson, Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, Jackson County Banking Center, Lockhart Insurance, Iron City Implements, Rent to Own, Angles Garage and Wrecker Service, Howard Hanna Realtors, the McNerland Network, Faith and Fitness, Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, Webb's Heating and Cooling, Brian Moore Construction, and Belisio Foods. Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96FM is also brought to you by Liella Lanes of Wellston, Atomic Credit Union, Dave's Custom Butchery, Midway Quigmarts, Riser Equipments, Happenings Bistro, Osborne Equipment Service, Holzer Health Systems, Auto and Truck Tire Center, Pig and Steel Roofing and Siding, Rio Grande Jackson Center, Dakota's Roadhouse, Nimco Propane. Galia Jackson-Meggs, Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Board. O. Pfizer, Miller, Wagon, and Clagg, Attorneys at Law. Honda Suzuki, Polaris, k and K.O. of Jackson. Gillum Insurance, sponsor of tonight's Player of the Game. Hothead Burritos and Sheward Falks Insurance, sponsor of the Coach Andy Hall pre Gate Show. And Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of tonight's Hit of the Game. Now, with all of the exciting action of football Friday night in Jackson Ironmen football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media radio app, here's Dan Dobbins, Dan Morrow, and Pete Wilson.
1: Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Jackson Ironmen football. Tonight, we are at Western Brown High School. Dan Dobbins alongside Pete Wilson and Dan Morrow. The Broncos I'm uh, calling tonight as the Ironmen take that 90, 80-mile trip down the west and close to Cincinnati. But uh, this uh, rivalry, is, I'll call it that, has become that in the last few years. Really, a neat rivalry. And, you
2: know, we, when we first saw this on the schedule, oh, my gosh. But we have enjoyed every trip down this way. Um, we love it when they come up to our place. We have had some fabulous matchups with this, this team. We kind of caught them when they were down a little bit when we first started. Had a couple big-time wins against them. But ever since after the first couple of years and a young man named Drew Novak came around, it has been some shootouts involved between the Jackson Ironmen and the Broncos from Mount What Mount area, if you're wondering where we're coming from. But uh, Western Brown, Broncos.
1: They have, uh, you know, last year was a, a classic game, uh, as you remember. Uh, Jackson came from behind, got that... A uh, win, and I think it was a six-point win. And what I was thinking towards the end of that game, oh, if, if they go down and score, the extra point's going to beat us, and that would have been real hard, great
2: Jackson holds a four-to-three advantage in the seven games previously played, but. The last four games have all been six points or less. I mean, it's those kind of games. We've had some fabulous shootouts with them, and last year we had the two big-time quarterbacks going at it. They've done this for four years in a row, but it kind of culminated last year as Jacob Winters and Drew Novak went head-to-head, two of the finer quarterbacks in all the Southeastern District. And let's be honest, Drew Novak, two-times Division Three player of the year. is one of the best quarterbacks in the state of Ohio. Might have been the best last year but, uh, one is at Ashland College right now, Division II Full-Ride Scholarship, and Jacob Winters, as we all know, is in a Full-Ride Scholarship at Ohio University. So uh, they weren't just uh in the pants. Those two players were a real thing.
1: Absolutely, and uh, perfect night for football. Finally, the weather breaks a little bit. It's going to be a little crisp. Not crisp, but cool. after the game goes
2: on. Well, we've been blessed with four straight great weeks. It's just it's been a little bit hot up until this one. I don't think there's any complaints tonight by the fans or the players They are playing on turf again tonight. So, you know, it'll be warm enough down there on the turf. But, boy, a comfortable night to be sitting in the stands watching Jackson Ironman football.
1: Walking in tonight, we saw last year, one of last year's captains, Jake Wood, as he came over from Mount St. Joseph College, where he's playing football right now, had a night that says it's only about an hour drive, so I thought I'd take in the game.
2: Well, it's good to see Jay, and he had one of the big touchdown catches last year, and he had a huge one against Wheelersburg the week before, as we all remember those, but it was good to see the young man, and uh, he looks like he's doing very
1: well. Alright, the captains are meeting at center field and it's now time for the Hothead Burritos Short Falls Insurance Andy Hall pregame show. For right now we'll take it downstairs to Coach Hall.
3: Welcome to the Coach Andy Hall pregame show starring Jackson Ironman head football coach Andy Hall and myself Dan Morrow. Tonight's show is sponsored once again by Hothead Burritos in McCarty Crossing Plaza. Hothead Burritos mild to wild also supporting this show is assured folks insurance agency serving all of southeast ohio let dan matt or jordan assist you in all your insurance needs coach last friday night victory over wheelersburg allows me to say something i have never said in my 68 years on the face of this earth jackson just beat berg four times in a row yeah, we talked to the kids,
4: you know, last week about you know, as a senior group, they could leave a legacy of being the only team, you know, playing varsity football that never get beat by Wintersburg, you know, and they could beat you know leave this school undefeated. And I think that was a big motivation for them. Um we knew it was going to be a tough game. You know, this game, even though we've won four years in a row, has gone down to the wire each and every time. You know, even look at last week. You know, they had a last drive. You know, that possibly have a chance to tie the ball game with a couple of minutes left to go. And you know, Gavin Jones has that great interception to end that in um, that drive. But you know, each and every year, it, it, it's it's one of those tough games. It's you know, for a fan, it's a great game to watch two great programs going at it you know we i know we both have a lot of respect for each other and um it was just a great opportunity for us to get get ahead of this thing and again it was a great win for our program
3: well bergs had some winning streaks against the ironman in the past three times we have won three in a row finally here in the fourth time we were able to get that fourth win and and it's just such a good rivalry
4: it is i mean you know it's close it you know uh, proximity to each other you know the fan base is you know you're gonna pack each stadium each and every year and you know, like, like I said last week it's a game that should be played every year and um, you know there is a lot of a lot of uh, just competition between the schools you know even though when we play in junior high it's a JV or freshman game you know well how the Woodsboro game go you know it's something that everyone has earmarked um, on their schedule and, and again like I said, for our, our, our program to come back from a tough loss with Ironton the week before, you know, a very, you know, like you called spirited practice the last week with the kids. You know, they responded with great energy and great enthusiasm and toughness that we were looking for and came out with a
3: great win. Uh, you know, I've questioned you a couple times why in the world do we have ironton and wheelersburg on the schedule early on that's a tough tough schedule and that can really make for your season very difficult but you've proved it once again all three of these teams play each other in the first three weeks of the year talk about a fan's dream it
4: is you know like
3: you said it's almost like a mini conference the fact
4: that in the first three weeks all three teams will play one another and you know, it's a great opportunity for you know all three programs to measure themselves up against the other to see where you're at early on the year. Uh, it is a tough start. It requires a lot more um, dedication and really attention to detail in the summer because you know it's not one of those you have two or three games where you can kind of get warmed up and get ready to go. You have to be ready right out of the gate. And um, you know, Arch and Winsburg have done it for years. They've been in the opening game for you know, probably know, over 10 or 12 years now. So, you know, they're used to doing it every year. And, and so we kind of jumped in that mix. And, again, it makes it exciting for the
3: offseason for our kids. We scored the first 14 points. Berg scores the next 20. And then we outscore him 14-0 down the stretch. What a game it was and again it goes back to the toughness you know we we were looking like, you know things were under
4: control 14 nothing and then within i mean it might have been 3 minutes they tied the ball game up so at halftime you know that spirited conversation kind of went in the locker room and we you know we questioned our kids about okay how tough are you going to be in the second half how are you going to respond to this adversity and um our kids did a great job i was so proud of them to come out you know, yes, we gave up an opening drive in that third quarter, um, almost a 15-play drive, I think it was, for them to score to take the lead. But our guys didn't hang their heads. We came right back. Um, you know, Cade Wolford had a, a, on, on the second play of our drive, had you know broke out and had about a 60-some yard touchdown run to tie it back up. Um, and then we were able to get a turnover. Ryan Simons had an interception, and we were able to move the ball in a short field down the field and score again. Then um, the defense held at the end, so you know it, it was a way for us to kind of you know test our character a little bit, test our toughness. And again, I was so happy for our our, our young men and how they responded.
3: Well, you mentioned Cade; what a story that was. We talk about Cade Woolford all the time. He's been doing this for four years, but last week, sick all week long, steps up, and the play of the game of big plays, Bodie to Cade, sixty-one yard pass. That's a highlight film in itself.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, we it's Friday morning, and I'm calling Cade to see if he's even out of bed. You know, he was really sick. You know, he and Eli Berman, Tucker Williams, three of our top athletes, didn't practice that week. And so, you know, going into the game, you know, we don't know what we're going to get from them. You know, Eli and Tucker, I mean, they played every snap on defense. And they got, you know, some offensive snaps, too. Um, and, then of course, Cade played almost every offensive snap. So, you know, those guys really gutted it out. Um, so again, showed a toughness that you know you can display to other kids and say, hey, this is what you can do if you're just willing to do it. And, uh, you know, like I said, the, the, the big plays he had to catch and then the, 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 the long touchdown run he, he broke, um, you know, just really was a dagger in, in
3: Weirsburg and, and was able to get us a win. Okay, seventeen attempts rushing the ball, hundred and thirty yards, two touchdowns, two receptions, sixty-nine yards, and one touchdown. But so many big plays in the game. You touched on it earlier. Two huge interceptions, one by Ryan simetz, the other by Gavin Jones. Yeah, you
4: know, Ryan Simets, You know, we we have an efficiency score. We have the Player of the Game for us on defense, and um, they get the Hard Hat Award every week. And um, Ryan Simons missed it by one point. He had a plus 10 on his grade. He had an excellent game, absolutely phenomenal. And to think he's only a sophomore really excites all of us. But um, that interception on the 50-yard line was key to turn, you know, turn the field around or flip the field. And then, you know, Gavin Jones ended up being our player of the game. You know, he had two sacks, had an interception, uh, probably had a half dozen tackles himself, uh forced fumble. I mean, the guy was all over the place. And so, you know, that was just unbelievable effort. But again, I think our whole defense. You know, we we gave up less than 100 yards rushing. And when when do you ever give up 100 yards rushing? Less than 100 yards rushing to Weirsburg. Um, you know, they did throw 30 times, and we did give up some big plays. You know, the Lattimore kid is an outstanding receiver. Like you and I talked about before we got on the air, we've seen two of the best receivers in Southeast Ohio uh, by far. You know, with the Terry kid and Ironton, and, and of course. The kid at Wiersberg, I mean, you're not going to see any better athletes than those two kids, but, you know, like you said, coming out with the win was was special for our kids, and, you know, it really led us to
3: a great week of practice this week. Well, you mentioned Gavin with that interception, a couple sacks. How about the other outside linebacker, Nolan Johnson, a couple big plays down the stretch? Well, he did a lot of blitzing, you know, Friday and had a couple sacks himself, a
4: lot of pressure on the quarterback. Again, I thought it was his best defensive effort, too, so... You know, it's nice to have, you know, two kids that are over 6'2, 200 pounds playing that outside linebacker position. They put a lot of pressure on the quarterback and they can drop in coverage uh, as well. So, again,
3: just a great effort by those kids. Coaching staff and the players responded to what I have loved to say the very spirited week of practice, but how about just a hard-working week of practice?
4: Yeah, it was. And we challenged our kids and, and really, you know, the, even the staff too. We, had, we got to take these kids to another level and, and be able to see how they respond. and, and the kids were were perfect with it you know i you know, we talked about, you know, in, in today's society how kids are a lot different and, and don't respond to that type of, of, of treatment. But again, our kids are tough, and they really are. And, you know, they want to be challenged. And that comes from the peewee levels to junior high to high school. You know, their parents, they want them to do well, they want them, they want them to respond and be coachable. And, you know, our kids did that. You know, they, they took the criticism and they understand what they need to do to get better. I thought our staff really pushed them hard uh, to get them to realize their expectations. They and their ability levels, and they, it came out last
3: week. You know, and you talk about our schedule, what a bear. We've been through these two emotional – Logan's an emotional matchup. 101 times we've played Logan. Then you have Ironton Wheelersburg, two of the top three teams, and I'll put the Ironmen in there and the whole Southeastern District right now. But now we bounce right back and we go for the eighth time. We're going to square off against the Broncos of Western Brown – Truly a program that had just been phenomenal the last few years. You know, they have. And as we told the
4: kids, this has been kind of a silent rivalry. Um, You know, starting the first couple years we played them, you know, lopsided victories. Felt like we had under control. And then all of a sudden, uh, a man by the name of Drew Novak came out as a freshman. And and for the next four years, uh, made our lives miserable. Um, You know, we were able to you know, win one more than we lost, but, you know, for seven games, I think it was a 4-3 and matchup. You know, it was really tough, and, you know, of course, playing them in the playoffs a couple years ago, but, you know, this has been a great rivalry. It's an easy trip, you know. I mean, it's an hour and a half, but it's straight up 32. Um... You know their coaching staff does a great job. I have a lot of respect for them. They're good guys, but they're they're different. You know they they believe in the five wide. You know uh, spread offense. You know, last week they threw it 58 times. Um, you know you don't see that type of offense anywhere else in this area. So regardless of who they've got, you know quarterback and or who they got playing, they can they can score points. And so you know our our secondary and our defense can be challenged tonight a little bit differently. Um, you know the key always to, to, to beating them has been have to have score on offense. You know when you have the ball, you have to put points on the board because it's really hard to shut a team like this out, uh, especially at home. You know they play really well at home, and, and we know tonight they're going to play with great effort and enthusiasm. Um,
3: again, this has been a great rivalry, and we're excited about playing them again. Well, when you think about this series, you have to think about Drew Novak. P- Player of the Year Division three um, all state one of the greatest quarterbacks i've ever watched at the high school level versus Jacob winters, our very special quarterback, two college level quarterbacks the last four years It has been fun football to watch it has you know, and like you said, you know, both quarterbacks are now playing collegiately right now and
4: uh, now it's a new era of quarterbacks you know we both are playing sophomores, two young kids that are, are trying to figure it out. Um, yeah, you know, of course, their kid throws a lot more than ours. But you know, I thought Bodie last week had a lot better game, and he's starting to learn the system and understanding what he has to do. And, and one big thing I've I've been really proud of him is he's not turned the ball over. You know, we've been in three games and no interceptions, no fumbles. And and I told him in the preseason that's going to be a key for him early on: protect the football, don't put our defense in bad spots. And up to this point, he hasn't he hasn't done that. So we're hoping that continues tonight. But uh, you know, again, it's it's a great opportunity for our kids. We're going to travel up north, or I guess northwest, um, against a good team, good well-coached team, and, uh, you know, we, again, another challenge for us in the
3: non-league schedule. You know, as you mentioned, these games are shootouts. Over the seven games, the average score is 44-29. to 29. Three wins for the Broncos, four wins for the Ironmen. Fun for the fans, but tough on coaches mentally.
4: It is, you know. It's it's a very stressful game, and it's funny because after last year's game we played, um, the coach came over after a loss and he, and gave me a big old bear hug. I mean, it's something you don't see. And he said, "We got to stop playing games like this because neither one of us is going to survive this much longer." And I mean, it just it was just funny how he you know, how he uh, reacted to that. But um, you know, again, it's been it's been a, a silent rivalry like we talked about. I mean, it's been tough. Uh, a lot of points have been scored. And, uh, you know, tonight that's going to be the key. You know, offensively, we got to put points on the board. You know, we haven't scored a lot this year. Uh, we kind of got a slow start on that side of the ball, but tonight we got to get it going.
3: Well, you know, they're a little bit like us. They have beat Hillsborough, lost to Courthouse in a tough one. They have lost to a very good London team. They don't shy away on their schedule. Now they have uh, us week uh, four. They like a tough schedule like we do.
4: They do, and actually they play every one, one of the teams in our league except for Greenfield McLean. I, te- I teased him last week. I said, you might as well join our league. I mean, heck, you play everyone now. But, uh, you know, like I said, I, I respect the fact that he doesn't shy away. Like you said, you know, London is the number one team in our region right now. I saw that film, of course, and, and they're really good. Um, you know, he plays
3: people. And, again, you got to respect that, and, and tonight's no different. Last year's game, 41 to 35. Now listen to these numbers. There was 52 first downs in that contest, 76 points. The math is easy. 1,008 total yards. And in last year, Cade, what a game he had. We just mentioned him in last week. 19 carries for 171 yards, two touchdowns, three receptions for 77 yards. Nolan Johnson had 12 carries for 80 yards. It should be another shootout, yeah, yeah
4: we hope not, but it yeah. seems like it's the way it's been, and um you know it's nice to have our three headed monster back at running back, you know back this year, um, they're always the key offensively, but again, at the end of the day it's it's you know defensively, can we get stops um, we're going to give up some yards, I mean, when you throw it every down like they do, and how well they do it. Uh, you're gonna give up some plays, but can we tack one space? You know, we haven't been real good the last couple weeks in that. I thought we got a little bit better last week, but still not great. Uh, that's something else we worked in practice again this week. Uh, but can you, you know, if they complete a pass, can they stop? Can we stop them right there? You know, yards after a catch have killed us against them the last couple of years. You know, tonight we're gonna have to make sure that we do a better job with that. And again, like I said, when we
3: get the ball in offense, we gotta score points. Quarterback Brady Sutton, you said he's a sophomore. Wide receiver Isaiah Smith, he's been there. It seems like forever. Two pretty special players. He's a great player. The Smith kid has been a three-year starter. He's been, you know, Novak's top guy next to
4: his brother a couple years ago, and you know he's back. Like I said, they do start a sophomore quarterback. Very athletic. Uh, not as big as what Drew was, but again he. Same system and he can sling it around. He's already thrown for over seven hundred yards and um you know you put up some numbers, but again we gotta put pressure on him at times, be able to drop in coverage and try to confuse this young kid as much as we can. Game plan, what do you want to see accomplished tonight? Well, again I just said, you know, defensively we're gonna to try to change things up, make it a little bit difficult for him to get his reads. Uh, we do put pressure on him. We got to game the ground. We can't miss tackles. Uh, we can't, you know, be you know poor in space. And then again, offense. We can't turn the ball over. You got to limit their possessions by scoring when you have the ball. And if you throw picks or you fumble the ball and give them opportunities, uh, more opportunities to score. It's just an uphill battle against these guys. And you know, they're not afraid of being a shootout. They're not afraid to give up points. Um, so we got to be able to score. We have
3: opportunities. Last week, flu bug kind of went through the team. You really fought that situation. Obviously, by week four now, we have to have a few injury bugs in there. How's the team standing? We're not in too bad shape. You know, we, Like you said, the flu kind
4: of went around. Um, most of our kids are in a lot better shape now than they were last week. Um, Nicks and bruises here and there, not, not that bad. Uh, we'll be in full strength. Uh, and the kids that uh, you know have been sick, I think, are, are a lot better. than you know practiced yesterday in pregame; they were they were in good shape. So again, to go into week four, uh, this is as healthy as you can you can imagine. It's it's a pretty good deal.
3: Well, this is really an exciting matchup. Really a fun series for a short lived. This started in two thousand and sixteen. We're now in two thousand twenty three, playing for the eighth time. Looking forward to it, Coach. Very best of luck to you. I appreciate it. Like I said, it's exciting you know, to play
4: teams like this each and every week. Um, it's what you know playing at Jackson's is all about, and we're excited
3: about tonight's game. Stay tuned for more post-game activities with the voice of the Jackson Ironmen, Mr. Dan Dobbins, and the best stat man this side of the Mississippi, Mr. Pete Wilson.
2: Well, we're bringing you tonight's game from Mount Orib, Ohio, La Rosa's Field, home of the Western Brown Broncos. And Jackson has made the trip about 90 mile, 90 minutes down Route 32. Beautiful field, beautiful facility, good campus. We've been here now a number of times and always enjoy coming here. Pete Wilson interesting series this has been between the Broncos and the Ironmen.
5: Right, well I'll tell you it is a little bit far to go maybe but it has been some very good football between these two teams and uh, they re-upped uh, on the last contract for uh, for another uh, two years at least and uh, you know we've had some uh, great games between the two teams. Of course Jackson's been a playoff team almost every year and Western Brown for the last several years has been a playoff team of course uh, led by uh, all-state quarterback Drew Novak. Now, Drew Novak is not here anymore. After a wonderful career, he is now playing football for Ashland University, uh, as uh, Dan said, a full ride. But uh, who's left for Western Bronco? They got a rebuilding team, but it's certainly the same type of offense. It's a pass-first offense. Uh, you'll see a lot more passes than you will see uh, runs. You'll see uh, five wide out there. The men will have to be able to uh, to defend that. Uh, just as always western brown scores a lot of points they give up a lot of points it tends to be a track meet when you play them and that's the way these two teams have had it uh... for the last uh... for the last three or four years when they have played this year western brown rebuilding team one and two they did win their opener and they came back and beat hillsborough on the road thirty eight to twenty seven after falling behind twenty to nothing then they lost to two pretty good teams they lost to washington Courthouse another FAC rival, 20-39. Uh, to 39. And then last week they played uh, a regional finalist from last year who seems to be very good again this year, the London Red Raiders. Uh, and London uh, had their way with Western Brown winning 40-12. to 12. But uh, Brady Sutton has stepped into the Larry Large Shoes of Greeno back. He is a junior quarterback. And uh, when I read a write-up of that first game uh, against Hillsborough, Uh, the writer felt that Brady Sutton grew up in that game, didn't get off to a very good start, and then he led them on a major comeback where they scored uh, 38 of the last 45 points of the game to win 38 to 27 over Hillsborough. He threw for over 200 yards in that game. Then in the next week against Washington Courthouse, even though it was a loss, put up some amazing numbers. He threw the ball, get this, 58 times, completed 30 for a total of 348 yards. Uh, his favorite receiver, and there's a bunch of them. And there's only this one. Is probably number ten, Isaiah Smith. Isaiah Smith uh, in that courthouse game, in that courthouse game, uh, caught 11 passes for 145 yards, and then in against Hillsboro, seven catches for 120 yards. Do they run the ball? Not very much, but when they do, it'll probably be just as it was with Novak, the quarterback. Brady Sutton in that game against Hillsborough on some design runs, kind of like the lays draws to try to keep the defense on. Also scrambles, I'm sure. He rushed through over 140 yards in that game. So, um, you know, very good matchup here, uh, a young Western Brown team. And remember, the Ironmen, even though they won a big one last week against uh, Wheelersburg to go 2-1, and one, They're a young team as well, as Coach Andy Hall returning most of the starters. Both of these teams will be moving into uh, league play uh, two weeks. Hence, as a matter of fact, uh, the Western Brown Broncos will be playing another FAC team, Miami Trace, next week to complete their non-conference schedule.
2: Thank you, Pistol Pete. That was outstanding. Jackson Ironman are approaching, coming back on the field. Western Brown just ran through their tunnel. They are on the field. We're seconds away from the kickoff this contest. So let's turn it over to the voice of the Jackson Ironman, Mr.
1: Dan Dobbins. Uh, thank you, Dan. As the Ironmen take the field, they'll be wearing their all-white uniforms tonight, first time they've seen it this year. Western Brown Broncos, as their nickname. They are in the brown uniforms with the yellow numbers and the white helmets. The Ironmen, would you say,
2: good crowd here for Jackson. Looks like they've filled up this visiting stands pretty well.
1: Jackson always travels
2: well. And yes, it they is. do.
1: And the Broncos won the opening toss, or won the toss to be in the end of the game, and they deferred to the second half. So Jackson will receive the ball and on the opening kickoff
2: be nice here for the airman to put points on the board right away then i think western brown might regret a little bit that decision we'll just have to wait and see jackson will have the ball first the offensive line that is improving week in and week out Probably be led in there once again by senior Hunter Seitz at the center position. Dylan DeLong, Ryan Taylor get the starting nods at the guards' positions. Jacob, Jacob Allen, who was banged up a little bit last week, but is back this week. And Caden Condit handle the two tackle slots.
1: Waiting for uh, the Broncos to break their huddle and get set for the kickoff. Back deep for the airman In the middle is Cade Wolford, who had that big game last week, both receiving and rushing and uh, flanked on the right by Nolan Johnson, and on the left by Eli Burrima. It's
2: interesting just watching us. Our return team's been out there. Western Brown's kickoff now coming out there, but Kade, Eli, and Nolan standing about the 10 to 12-yard line. Does that indicate that Western Brown won't kick it as deep as we have seen the last couple weeks by kickers?
1: Camden Cunningham, and number 48. He's a sophomore. Well, kickoff for the Broncos
2: Jackson's going to be traveling toward the sinking sun which is a little bit of a factor right now it is extremely bright as we look out on the field, a glare off the field but we'll do the best
1: we can Here's the kick and it's going to be taken by Wolford at the 17 yard line center of the field, cuts it back to his left and they'll be brought down near the 31
2: Kind of almost a pooch kick, a nice tie kick that Cade was able to field. Get it up to the 30-yard line. We mentioned the offensive line tied in. You will play one, and you sometimes, a lot of times, two it will be Gavin Jones and Drew Wiley. Both had outstanding games last week. You also see A.J. Graham in at that position. Wide receivers, Ryan Simetz, Charlie Woodard, plus rotating in there, Eli Ray and Tucker Williams. Bodie Wooford starts at the quarterback position. Eli Berman, Cade Woofford, the two backs in the backfield. All right,
1: the Irish start from the just outside the 31-yard line, the left hash mark. And the shotgun formation is Bodie Wolford. He'll hand off left side. It's Berman coming around that left end or the short side of the field. He'll pick up about three. Now oh, they're going to give him a gain of nearly oh, going to be four yards, out close to the 35-yard line.
2: Pulled both guards. That is, once again, Dylan DeLong and Ryan Taylor. Roman getting the corner turned a little bit, then forced out of bounds, but the ball marked right at the 35-yard line. Well, that's
1: second down and a long five, exactly. Did, did you bring your
2: sunglasses, Dan?
1: Need them, definitely. Overcast before the start of the game, and now the sun has broken through. Split back formation as Wolford under center. Hands back to Cade Wolford, and he's out close to the 40-yard line. Maybe just a half a yard shorter than needed yardage.
2: little crossing action in the backfield. Ran behind the
1: right side of that
2: offensive line this time. Cade's going to be inches short on a first down, so it should be third and about, what, two feet, maybe a foot.
1: Uh, let's play from, uh, coaching staff of the airmen brought in by Ryan Simon. He splits wide to the right, Woodard out wide to the left. Sacks are in the eye for the Ironman. Bodie takes the snap. Hands off to Cade. He's got the first down and more as he picks up five yards out to his own 45-yard line. The Ironman keeping it on the left side of the field as they go towards the big scoreboard.
2: You know, ball possession tonight, being able to run the ball. We should be a lot better at running the football than Western Brown is traditionally. I'm sure Coach Hall doesn't mind eating up time and grinding out yards on the ground.
1: Just split behind that offensive line. will hand off to Broman, and he lost his balance. Slipped around the... On oh, the 43-yard line, and maybe got back to the line of scrimmage.
3: Interesting
2: note, it's a, it is a turf field out here, but we were talking to the AD in the pregame, and this turf is 14 years old, which is they've gotten a couple extra years out of at that time, Eli. His foot just went somehow slipped and fell down right about the line of scrimmage. They think they'll be putting a new turf in probably by next year. All
1: right, trips wide to the right side for the air As Brody Wolfer goes into the gun more calling those signals and he'll hand off. It's around the left end and they've got it bottled up. Broman getting across the 45, but run out of bounds at the 46 or right at the 45 yard line. So now a third down and ten facing the Jackson Ironman.
2: Jackson yet to look like they've even considered throwing a pass. We might see one here on third and long.
1: Ball the own 45 yard line. The Ironman just... Took- this is the opening possession of the football game. Simon, Woodard, and Wolford out wide to the right for the Ironmen. Cody takes the snap. He has time. Looking over the middle. Ball oh, is hot. Diving catch for the first down. That Good was throw. Charlie Woodard with the reception. And the Ironman moved the chain.
2: Good throw. And a nice catch by Charlie. He kind of went down to the ground and scooped that one up. And oh, just officials want to rule it off. Oh, my gosh. They gave it incomplete. It sure looked good from here. So the Ironmen now fourth and ten. Instead of a first down in Bronco territory, be looking at punting the football away.
1: Very late call on that. As both teams have backed up as if it were the first down. Now being Ethan Crabtree.
2: Remember, Western Brown, whenever they give up a pass completion, the defender is push-up. supposed to do push-ups. He did the push-up, so he thought
1: it was a catch. Just got some in the bank, doesn't he? Yes. And no pressure on Crabtree. Gets off an end-over-end kick, and Western Brown will let it bounce inside the 15. It's going to be a good one, and it will roll down to about the seven-yard line where it's down. And there's no return on that punt, and Western Brown will come on the field for the first time.
2: Excellent punt by Ethan Crabtree, Peachy. You have to look into the sun to do your yardage here. Right. It looks like it maybe is the
1: two. No, they got it on the 70s. seven. Seven.
5: On the seven. Okay. Five. Well, that no. is a 38 yard punt there by Crabtree. No return, which we always like.
1: it be the number six, Brady Sutton. He's a 5'10, 180 pound junior. Will operate at quarterback. And he'll stay in the gun with his heels on the goal line. takes the snap quick look out in the flat and the ball is dropped and into the hands of the receiver Been about a four-yard game but he drops the ball and i'll bring up second and ten
2: blaine hale not able to go tonight injured fought, fighting some uh, concussion type symptoms should be ready to go next week so the Ironmen are going to really rotate a lot of people on this front three to keep chasing after the quarterback mike baker Group Bryce Delaney, and Ryan Taylor get the
1: start. I mean, come with some pressure. They've got forced Sutton out of the pocket. He's for, he forced to run, and he'll get out near the nine, eight-yard line. he only pick up about one on that play, and it will bring up third down. It's Looks called. like
2: Gavin Jones, who had some big plays defensively last week, chasing down from the backside. Gavin will be one of the outside linebackers, along with Nolan Johnson. A.J. Graham, Drew Wiley getting the starts inside.
1: Empty backfield for the Broncos. Trips to the right. Two out wide, to the left side.
2: Cornerback's Cade Wufford, Ryan Simetz. Simetz had that big interception. Tucker Williams, the free safety. Eli in the strong safety.
1: And the snap back. Here's play action. And swings it out in the flat to the tight end. And he is brought down. That's uh, Matthew Osborne with the reception. But it's a short one at that out near the 10-yard line. So it brings up a fourth down. And about seven for the Broncos.
2: Good job of Eli Broerman, as he does so much coming up and making that tackle. Osborne, a very good tight end. What little film we've seen of the Broncos. He makes plays for them.
1: In punting formation.
2: He's standing right at his goal line. A little bit into the end zone
1: here. Brian Bolzer, number 27, is the punter. The Army should get great field position. We return men around midfield. Here's the... Hunt, and it's going to be taken by Wolford at the 43. He eludes one, now two, around the right end. He's at the 35. May go. He's run out of bounds. Looks like inside the. Looking right into the sun, but it looks like he's the, inside the 20.
2: Right at the 10, maybe the 11. Let's see where they mark it.
1: Thought he stepped out prior to that.
2: I think they're going to mark it about the 11-yard line. Nope, right on the 10-yard line. All right.
5: Excellent return by Cade. See? Uh, that was a 32-yard punt, but a 32-yard return there by Cade Wilford. First and goal for the
1: Ironman. Ball at the 9-yard line. Put it in. Sign out wide to the left. Here's the handoff. Over to Cade Wolford and he goes over the left guard center hole and takes up a couple of yards down with a seven.
2: Nice job by fifty seven for the Broncos. Looks like a I think he's one of the down linemen. He's in there and wraps Cade up before he could get cutting much up the field. He did gain a couple.
1: How about five feet four? Yeah. Hundred and ninety five pounds. That's Isaiah Snow who made that tackle.
2: He's their nose guard.
1: Now, second and goal. Scoreboard shows the six-yard line for the Ironman. Backs in the I formation. A pitch to Wolf with right side. Can he get the corner? throws a fifth. Boy, ball. he's
2: real close.
1: And it will be. Touchdown. It is a touchdown. Yep. Late signal there. He they gets they get to the corner of the, by the uh, pylon, and the Ironmen are on the board with 7 and one to go in this first quarter. Cade
2: running behind the right side of that offensive line, and you can see him trying to hold the football in one hand to get it inside the flag. He did. They called the touchdown, and the Ironmen get the first points in this contest. And Ethan Craftery will.
1: Tempt the extra point. And snap, placement, and the kick is good. 7-0 your score with 7-0-1 to go here in the first quarter. We'll be back with more Jackson Airman football after this timeout.
6: Come and get it! The Happenings Bistro is located at 1130 Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston and prides itself on providing a wide variety of home-cooked dishes. They're open Monday through Saturday, 11 to 8.30, and Sunday, 11 to 7, for both dine-in and takeout. Stop by or call 740-855-4445 to find out what the daily special is today. That's 740-855-4445. The Happenings Bistro, providing comfort food with local flair. An alarming number of preteens are already drinking alcohol, which makes it urgent to find every opportunity to talk to your kids about the dangers of underage drinking. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. That's talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. This has been a public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, Gallia Jackson-Megg's Adam H. Board, and Jackson County Spark. 7
1: nothing your score, Jackson, with the uh, touchdown. And gets the first points on the game.
5: Two plays, nine yards, all set up by the 33-yard punt return by Cade Wilford. He gets the touchdown on a six-yard run. I Extra think. point by Crabtree.
1: And uh, Ethan Crabtree's kickoff sails into the end zone for a touchback. I think that's about as ninth nice this
2: year, the touchback. So effective, as Coach Hall says, when you make that offense have to go 80 yards difficult thing to do in high school sports. Two-yard tr- uh, drive again to the airmen. They had two of those last week with Cade having the big
1: plays. One a catch and one a run. Well, down by seven. We'll see what the Broncos can do. To generate any offense here on this series. As Brady Sutton continues the quarterback they work exclusively out of the shotgun. And Isaiah Smith in motion. They hand off. Right up the middle and the running back hits a brick wall on the left side of that, his offensive line and no gain on the play.
2: Ryan Taylor gets there first, wraps him up, has help from others. Nice play by the junior defensive tackle.
1: Six minutes and 40 seconds to go, first quarter, where the airman lead it 7-0. Go without the huddle as Sutton stands in the shotgun with an empty backfield. Snap from center. Looks quickly to the right side. It is caught and brought down by Nolan Johnson and then a host of other Ironmen uh, inside the 20-yard line for a loss on the play.
2: Sander Irvin also helps Nolan bring him down. Good pursuit there. The Ironman had that one controlled pretty well.
1: That was Lucas Powell number three with the reception.
2: Maybe a loss of a few feet. It's third and a little more than ten for these Broncos. Boy, they come quick to the line of scrimmage, don't they?
1: They do indeed and Matt back and Sutton rolls to his left, looking, looking, going deep down the sideline, and he throws it out of bounds in front of his own bench. And that'll bring up a third down and ten, or fourth down and ten. The for, Broncos flooded, will need the punt. Hope flooded the home side
2: there, and boy, we had Eli Broten was just underneath him, and Ryan Symetz was on top, and he kind of basically looked almost threw it away. And we got another opportunity for good field position as they will be punting. Last punt was around 30 yards, so you're going to have Eli Borman and Cade Wilford standing about the 50. That last touchdown for the Ironman really set up by a fine punt return by Cade Wilford.
1: Senior Balzer will stand around the 8-yard line. Gets it away. Spiraling low kick returnable. And here's Borman up across the 50, 45. Ah. Penalty flag's thrown. But he gets down to about the 37-yard line, but this one may come back.
2: Ironman trying not to Lock in the back there. I think they are going to get caught for one, so it's going to back us up a little bit. Nice job by Eli catching the punt, advancing
5: it down to about the 40-yard line, but they're going to mark it back some. Uh, that was a 33-yard punt there by Bolzer, and nice return by Berman, but it's going to be negated by a penalty. I didn't see whether it was a holding or clip or what, but it happened yes, the yeah, 10-yard
1: penalty. 10-yard penalty no, no, no. happened, yeah. All right, uh, the Ironman will start at their own 44-yard line. Still on the near side of the field in front of their own bench.
2: Jackson has the 7-0
1: lead. We're a little past midway in the first quarter. Simonson, Woodard, go wide to the right. Wolford and Nolan Johnson in the backfield in the eye.
7: Hands
1: off goes to Johnson. a Starts up the middle, cuts it back to the right. Now looking for some room, stretches around that corner and may have the first down around the 44-yard line.
2: Nolan had a good year game rushing last year against these Broncos. Gets his first carry tonight, and, boy, he just keeps dancing to the outside, uses speed and strength with a good stiff arm, take it all the way down to the 45-yard line, and they move the chains.
1: to remaining first quarter. Jackson 7 nothing. But on the drive, they are on the move once again.
2: Eli Ray brings the play in to Bodie Wofford. Showed the eye formation a little more last week. Seen it again
1: tonight. And we a slot left for the airman. Eye formation once again. Hand off this time to the eye deep back. And that's Cade. And Cade has a nice gainer on that first down carry. Working his way to the 37-yard line. I think
2: Coach Hall likes what he sees so far. Between the tackles, we've been able to run
1: successfully. Knee touched around the 38, and that'll be second down and three. for the next Ironman?
7: Drew
2: Wiley in there at one of the tight ends. to see if the Ironmen are going two tight ends. Looks like they maybe this Just, line.
7: Yep. One. Yep.
2: They're both in there. Yes, they are. Yep. Drew kind of becomes more of a slot blocking back from
1: that spot. And they go left. And with some running room, Browerman has the first down. He's inside the 30 to the 28 yard line. Please
2: call that a wham block. There's where Drew just leads up through the hole. Um, Eli follows him. Got good block, good push by the left side of that offensive line, and another first down. Left side of that line doing a nice job both sides but that's Jacob Allen Dylan DeLong
1: as the airmen break the huddle Ray goes wide to the right ball and placed in
2: the middle of the field and Gavin Jones same formation
1: and the handoff goes to Broman it's stuffed in the backfield but it falls forward can't get legs moving he gets down to the 25 yard line same type play
2: just following that lead block by Drew Wiley Picked
1: up four yep second down and five or second down yeah, picked up five, second and five.
2: Four every time it is not all bad, and it eats up clock. The one strength the Broncos have always had is offense, and we're keeping that offense off the field so far most of this first
1: quarter. All right, second down and a long five for the airman. And it's Cade Wolford gets the handoff. Won't pick up the first down, maybe a couple of yards close to the twenty-three yard line, as the army keeps the ball in between the guards and also in the center of the field.
2: Third and along four, four down territory. Obviously, Jackson always has the opportunity or the option to kick field goals, as we have one of the very, very best in the whole area. Even Crabtree He's already had one great punt and one good kickoff.
1: The army break the huddle. Again, footbacks for the airman. Brody little well, play action. Now he rolls to his right. Wants the pass looking down into the end zone. The ball's cut for the touchdown. Drew Wiley all alone in the end
2: zone. Wide open, Brody. Bodie rolling to his right. Look down the streak on the far side of the field, but then he throws back against the grain, and there's Drew Wiley down in the end zone. What they within five yards of him. Nice execution there. The Ironman strike. Second touchdown here in the first quarter. Here
1: comes the extra point. C.J. Crabtree to the Gavin Jones to snap. Crabtree's kick. It's up and good. 14 0 is the score. Jackson Ironman with the lead. Ironman football will continue on mid 96.
8: Rent own is the way to do it. Come on in, there's nothing to it. Brand new look the easy way. Rent own can do it today family's gonna love you for it it's time to rent you
9: do you have a roofing or siding project At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, ENERGY STAR-compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at
10: HigginsRoofing.com.
1: There's Ethan Crabtree's kickoff, and this one's a high kick, and it will be taken one yard deep in the end zone, and that's unreturnable in high school football, so that brings the ball out to the 20-yard line for the Broncos. Week
2: four, and I think we got ten of those into the end zone. Nice job by the senior kicker, Ethan Pistol.
5: Six plays, 56 yards. Jackson has pretty good field position. Runs the ball for the most part. Maybe that's why Drew Wiley was so wide open in the end zone. Uh, on the rollout pass, he catches the 23-yard touchdown pass through Ironman's second touchdown. Crabtree tacks on the extra point. Every play on the drive, a run except for the touchdown. 14 nothing Ironman.
1: All right, first and 10 for the Broncos. They trail by 14 points here in the first quarter. From the right hash mark. Sutton will take it, and he'll run. And he's going to be brought down at the line of scrimmage. Saw a little hole initially, and then it closed.
2: Oh, good job there. But both inside linebackers happens to be A.J. Graham and Drew Wiley. A.J. gets their first Wiley, second. Maybe a couple feet gained, second and long, second and nine-plus.
1: like through the line of scrimmage, the Broncos, second down and ten. And... Sutton looking left. Now over the middle, and the ball it's caught at the 25, breaking one tackle and picking up the first down. That was uh, Isaiah Smith, the. Uh, He's
2: their favorite. top receiver, dragging across the middle of the field. And Sutton really threw a pretty pass there because he was well covered. But it got to the receiver, and he held on to it. Their first,
1: first down of the game. And here's Sutton, quick pass out in the flat, and it's dropped. Pass was intended for Braden Harmon, and he was well covered around the 35. That does stop the clock here in this first quarter. as The Ironmen lead it, 14 to nothing.
2: If you've listened to our Bronco, our broadcast against Western Brown,
1: they never huddle.
2: They get a call called in from the sideline. They're right at the line of scrimmage, ready to go on the next
1: play. Trips to the left side, and looking that way is Sutton. And he wants to go deep to Smith, and the ball is tipped away at the end, right at the 45, Ironman 45-yard 45 line. Beautiful play by Eli
2: Browerman. They kind of ran a streak pattern down the sideline, and Eli timed it perfectly, goes up in the air and bats that one way, incomplete third and long.
1: Same formation with trips to the left side for the Broncos. Was the snapback from the gun? Looking over the middle, ball is good caught throw. and breaking a tackle at the 40 is Smith, and he has the first down. Tackled near midfield, but another good catch and throw, and Smith picks up the first down at his own 49-yard line. Hey, what
2: was impressive in my mind there was the fact that the pocket was closing in on the sophomore quarterback, and he stood in there strong and really threw a strike right down the middle of the field. See Colson Oyer in there for the airman at one of the down tackle positions.
1: Oh, Broncos line up with two in the backfield. And now, foul goes in motion. They hand off as to Smith. And Smith dancing around in the backfield, trying to find a hole. Gets out to the 50 and falling forward to the airman's 49 yard line. Gain of two on the play. Inside a minute remaining in the first quarter, Jackson with the 14-0 lead.
2: Jeff Thompson, he's the other down tackle. They ran his way, he made a pile up right there. Nice job. Ironman going to shuffle people in and out on that. Uh, front defensive line just to keep pressure on the quarterback, hopefully. There's a snack. quick throw on the flat is
1: batted down at the line of scrimmage.
2: Gavin Jones coming from the outside linebacker position on a blitz. I think he blocked out with his elbow. He he went wanted to go high in the air to block
1: and he batted he that one down him. easily, yeah. I'll stop the clock with 40 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. First time the Broncos have been in Ironman territory. Ball rests at the 49.
2: Boy Gavin with that huge interception last week to kind of help seal the victory against the Pirates of Wheelersburg.
1: Trips to the left the Broncos once again. And Sutton looks that way. Looking over the middle. Ball caught. Had to found a seam in that Ironman zone defense and he picks up another first down
2: well he has made three pretty throws with a little bit of pressure on him on this drive and they're into Jackson territory all the way down to the 35 yard line and they're right up the line of scrimmage they got a little bit of rhythm going now offensively.
1: Empty backfield and timeout is called by the referee
2: he wants to get the clock moving we're down to 24 seconds here in the first quarter Ironman with the 14-0 lead, but the Broncos are trying to threaten here on this possession far and away their best so far in the contest.
1: Broncos would like to score on this possession. They'll be looking into the sun on the next one. Here's a pass down the near sideline and intended for uh, Braden Harmon, and he's beaten his defender at the ball well overthrown, and that'll bring up... a. Second and ten.
2: Jackson came five on the pressure, though, and I do think the sophomore quarterback unloaded that one a little earlier than he needed to. He could have stood in the pocket a little longer. might have been a touchdown. Their receivers are looking back into the sun at the moment.
1: All right. Second and ten. Ball at the airman's 35-yard line. Airman leading by 14. Here's Sutton on the east. One of these... Dropped in the backfield for a loss on the play. That was uh, looked like Jeb Thompson. It was
2: good pressure by Nolan Johnson coming from the outside, forced Sutton to step up in the pocket, and there was Jeb Thompson, and he wraps him up for a big loss, and that's the end of the first quarter. All right,
1: fourteen nothing he's the score. Jackson with the lead, and we'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football right after this timeout.
11: Hi, this is Kristen Mershon, the director of the Rye Green Jackson Center. If you are interested in taking college classes towards an associate degree, obtaining a certification in the in-demand jobs that are needed in our workforce, come and talk to me. The Jackson Center is 980 East Main Street, Jackson, Ohio, and my phone is 740-288-0284. I would love to help you through the entire process, financial aid and all. I can do it all. Thanks.
8: True fans know that success in football is all about tradition, dedication, and loyalty. Those same qualities are important to the Shored Fox Insurance Agency. We're proud to support companies like the High Mutual Insurance Group. If you want to protect your home, auto, farm, or business, you want a High Mutual on your team. Give us a call at 740 286 1708. We'd love to give you a second opinion on your auto, home, farm, or business insurance needs. Shored Fox Insurance, located on Main Street in Jackson since 1940. Go Iron.
1: Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson and Morrow as the Ironman open up this quarter, leading by a score of 14 to
5: nothing. Oh Jackson on the scoreboard, Pete, but Broncos have a pretty good drive going. They do. Three first downs on this drive. Jackson with a total yardage edge of eighty to forty five. But more importantly, uh, the edge on the scoreboard fourteen to nothing. Ironman's been a running team. Western Browns been a passing team, no surprises. Here's the empty backfield
1: for the Broncos. Looks over the middle of the ball. incomplete. The intended receiver Jaden Parker was going to be sandwiched, and maybe her foot sets there. Well, the ball is incomplete. Price Delaney hit him pretty hard right as he uh, released the
2: football, and the receiver maybe thrown a little bit too quick for him. And he goes kind of through his hands, and it's incomplete. Fourth and a whole bunch, and they're going to play for it. It looks and like at
1: the Ironman 38 yard line, they'll play for it.
7: Fourth down and 13.
1: And Sutton, straight drop back. Now he's going to be forced out of the pocket. And he throws the ball incomplete over the head of
5: Braden Harmon.
2: Hard to throw the football, Dan, when Nolan Johnson's hanging all over you. And that's exactly what happened. And he throws it way incomplete. And the Ironman take over
5: on downs, Pete. All right. Western Brown actually had a nice drive there, took it all the way to the Jackson 38-yard line, but then an incomplete pass, and then a sack, kind to of put Western Brown behind the eight ball, and Jackson, it looks like the key, almost always time against a good quarterback, is put pressure on him, and the Armin had it on that last uh, series of downs. All
1: right, Cody Wolfen, the sophomore quarterback, bringing play from the sideline now, his team to the line of scrimmage. Just underway in the second quarter, 14-0 Jackson. On their own 38-yard line. Wolford, hands to Wolford. And Cade across the 40. I pick up a couple there on first down.
2: Three possessions, two resulted in touchdowns, but I, for a number of snaps, this Bronco defense has played pretty well. Ironman have made some big plays. One, the cade Wolford punt return. The other, the long pass to Drew Wiley, open in the end zone.
1: Second quarter score, the Benton County Vikings 8 nothing over the Marauders of make.
5: Red Thompson there covering for Total Media, I think, Pete? Yeah, he is, yes. And uh, Todd Compton over at C.H. H. Jones Field in Wellston where the Rockets are playing the Portsmouth West Fighters. Oops, uh, and the airmen get caught
1: yeah, in motion there. Movement uh, here on the near side of the field by the airmen, That'll penalize them five yards.
2: Second and about 13 now. Ball marked at the Ironman 35-yard line. They need to get near midfield to keep this drive alive.
1: Clock moving. We're in the second quarter. And the shotgun and the Ironman move again. That'll be another five-yard loss for focus here on this. Last couple of attempts. Yes, they have.
5: How many penalties did we have last week, Pete? Four for 27 yards. And tonight we have three for 20. Early on. Early on. Pretty good discipline we showed last week. It's, it's
2: nice not to have turnovers and penalties. They are very costly. Now they're second in a bunch.
1: Second and 18 for the Irons Wolfer in the shotgun.
7: And he'll hand
1: off. And it's... Straight up the middle. That was Eli Broman with the ball to carry. And uh, picks up. yardage out near, just over the 35-yard line. Caden Condon, Ryan Taylor over there on
2: that side. No, I think it's Oyer in there for the airman on the guard position. Then the lead blocker has been Drew Wiley so much tonight, doing a good job busting up in there almost like a lead fullback.
1: All right, third down and 12 or the airman. Wolford looking to pass, has pressure from the backside, and this is picked off at the 45, down the 30, the 25, the 15, the 10, the 5, and he goes into the inside and has tied, falling with the interception, pick six. Boy,
2: did he time that beautifully. It looked like the Ironman had a wide-open receiver. He came from the inside out, must have just read the ball perfectly in the eyes, and I don't think Bodie saw him at all. He was able to get both hands up, goes high, makes the catch, and then it was just a foot race down the
1: sideline. And he scores. Yeah, he had a couple of natural blockers already in position here uh, to form the wall for him.
2: Well, that changes the atmosphere a little bit here.
1: And we got a little uh, sloppy on the penalties. And then uh,
2: cost them, forced
1: into a third and long. 9.46 to go. The Broncos on the board. And here is the extra point. Cunningham kick on the way, and it's
5: did it go over? I it did. Oh, yes, barely it did. barely it deflected apparently at the line of scrimmage and squeaked its way over. Barely got over the crossbar, barely inside of the
2: upright,
1: but it counts. One wow. point, 14 to seven. Now is your score. Breaking the action here. We'll be back after this timeout.
6: Midway Quick Mart of Jackson is a proud sponsor of Jackson Ironman football, and your stop whether you need to call a quick timeout or draw up a play for great food. Midway Quick Mart has you and your team covered all season long. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner and snag one of their all-star menu items including pizza, subs, sandwiches, and more. With cheap gas, quick snacks, and great food, Midway is an easy call for you and your team. Call in orders ahead at 740-288-7777 or stop in today at the corner of Huron and Burlington in Jackson. Go Ironmen!
12: calling all community champions. Jackson County Banking Center has a new account especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. Get rewards, discounts, and other benefits with Community Champions Checking. School secretaries, hospital housekeeping, dispatchers, and nurses are a fraction of the people who deserve something extra for their dedication to others. Our Community Champions make the world better. Visit bcnbfamily.bank or your local branch to open today. Member FDIC
1: Nine minutes and 46 seconds remain in this first half, and Jackson throws a pick six, and now Western Brown, trailing by seven, will kick off to the airman. Kick is a short kick, and it will be taken around the 24-yard line, or the 14-yard line, and there's right up the middle, that was Cade Wolford with the return out to the 36-yard line.
2: Not a drive we were real happy with, but they happen at times.
5: Yeah, give, a, give a Spalding there a 43-yard interception return. As you said, he timed it good. It looked like the Jackson receiver was open, but Spalding cut in front and on the run was able to get down the sideline, avoid tackles, and change the complexion of this game just like that. Cunningham does get the kick to go over the crossbar, so it's a 14-7 ball game still 941 now to go here in the second quarter penalties
2: and turnovers so big in a football game especially in the high school level and we had both of them there
1: the air will start first and 10 at their own 37 yard line 941 remaining in the first half High formation from the airman. Hand off to Cade Wolver left Cut side. The he's got it. First down and more. Breaks another tackle. Yet another. He's down to the so far sideline. Can they catch wow. him? Another
5: 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Cade Wolver Boy,
2: left side of that line. Jacob Allen, Dylan DeLong. Did a wonderful job over there. Armin out of the eye formation. They give it to uh, Cade. He follows his lead blocker in Johnson, and whoa, he made multiple Broncos miss. 63 yards for the score. Very Cade Wooford like kind of
1: high profile play. All right, here's the extra point attack for Ethan Crabtree. Snap! Replacement. The, the kick right down the middle. Twenty-one-seven. Just like that, the Army get their seven points back, and another break in the action. Nine twenty-nine now in the first half, and we'll be back after this.
13: Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove, or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340.
14: Looking to add a touch of Jackson County to your home or wardrobe? Head over to Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, your local boutique haven for all things trendy and unique. Look for our mint cream door located at 203 Broadway Street, Suite B, in the heart of Jackson. Malloway Designs is the perfect destination for people seeking one-of-a-kind pieces. Open Wednesday through Saturday, Malloway is stocked with hometown apparel and locally crafted goods, specializing in custom tees for all ages. Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, let them be the light.
1: Smith and Powell back deep for the Broncos. This kick Whoa, by, Look how high that is by Crabtree is high, but taken at the nine yard line here on the near side of the field by Isaiah Smith. He comes up the near sideline and out over the thirty to the third the thirty-one yard line. I Knocked out of
2: bounds by Tucker Williams. Can you give us a rundown on that last play or that last
5: drive? Cade Wolford, Cade Wolford, Cade Wolford. Okay. Actually he only needed to say Cade one time because it was a one-play sixty-three-yard drive. He had a nice hold at, at the point of contact, took it outside, looked like for sure he was going to be forced out of bounds or tackled after maybe a 10- or 15-yard game, but Cade avoided tackling and then pulled away with these speeds for another long breakaway TD. And then makes
1: the score 21-7. Broncos now have the ball at their own 31-yard line.
5: Cade, a workout warrior. You'd just be
2: shocked how strong he is physically, and you just see him break tackles that most kids would not.
1: Empty backfield for the Broncos. Maiden Sutton.
2: May jump
1: offside. It'll be a five-yard penalty for is the call.
2: 9.23 to go in this first half.
1: Moves the ball back to the Bronco 26-yard line, and they're doing uh, two interior linemen who jumped early. We'll go to the field and do push-ups.
2: Baker, Delaney, Taylor, the three down people for the Ironmen.
1: And here's Sutton, one to throw. And the ball will be caught. But it will be a gain of only a yard or two on the play. On the, went to the wide side of the field. And uh, the airman all over that. Uh, he got back to the original line of scrimmage. Simon
2: with the tackle, wraps him up. Did get his penalty yards back, second and 10.
1: Uh, keeps moving inside. Nine minutes to go in the first half. 21 7, your score here's something went to pass and this ball was thrown out to Isaiah Smith and Johnson went for the interception now he breaks tackles the airman will see Isaiah Smith through all the way 69 yards for
2: the score I actually looked down in my (laughs) notes there. I thought he was down for sure, but Isaiah Smith thought differently, and he kept breaking tackles. And the I it seemed like I think some of them thought he was down. It kind of froze, and down the sideline he goes. We've had, what, four plays and three touchdowns, I think. The last or less, last last in this plays. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, amazing. Did we expect anything different against these two teams?
1: And remember, this is a team that came, uh, what, down, down 20-0 down the came, and came back to beat, and beat Hilford, yeah. yeah
2: scored him like 38
1: to 7
5: the rest of the way. It's
1: extra point by Cunningham, and this one will sail through the upright for the one point extra. So 21 14, 8 to go in this first half, and we'll be back to score Jackson Ironman football after this.
15: Like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead, now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day, you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson. They know everything about taxes. Hello, Osborne Equipment Service. I need to order
16: a pizza.
10: We don't have any pizza. Can I get a
16: cheeseburger? We
10: don't have any food. I think you might have the wrong number.
17: You always say you have something for everyone.
10: We do with parts and service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs. And we're family-owned and operated. We don't do food, but I've got a truck, so I can go pick up a pizza if you want.
16: While you're at it, my mom wants a sally.
10: Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501.
1: All of a sudden, it's back to a seven-point affair as the t- Broncos get the long touchdown, 69 yards, and Pete will recap that right after the kickoff, and it's 21-14. Here's a squib kick down the center of the field. Takes a high bounce. It is taken, and coming up the middle, there's a little seam, and the Broncos converge on him at the Ironman's 39-yard line. Charlie, Charlie Woodard. Charlie Woodard
5: fields that squib nicely on there. He it two-play 69-yard drive there, another uh, quick touchdown. Isaiah Smith put a gold star by that play, uh, down and out. Uh, Oh, my gosh, he's got the first down. Oh, no, he's got a lot more. He's got a touchdown. He made at least two or three Ironman miss, and I know... uh, uh, Jackson feels they should have made the tackle there, but still a wonderful play there by Isaiah Smith. You can see why he is their top receiver. Third straight great receiver we've seen in three straight weeks. Terry from Ironton, Lattimore
2: from Wheelersburg, and now Smith.
1: Yeah, here's a handoff on first and 10 from the 39-yard line. That was Cade Wilford with the carry. He's out over the 40 to about the 43, a pickup of four. His first half puck is now down to 820, remaining...
2: He runs over toward the hash mark, gets the signal in from Coach Hall. Second and six. See if going will put some, something together here. We, we'll take quick scores, but a nice long drive would be all right, too.
1: They work out of the eye as Wolfer wants to pass. Got a nice. man open here in the flat. At the 48 is Ray. Ray picks up the first down and into. Bronco territory at the 45-yard line. little two-man
2: game over here as Ryan Simon sprints down the field. Defense goes with him. Ray is open in the flats. Bodie gets it to him, and a first down into Bronco territory. You're right.
7: Set it down for the Airman to keep the ball
1: in the right hash mark as closest to the Airman bench. Oakland has everybody in tight high formation two tight ends, and a handoff to Cade he's right up the middle another 13 y- or 12 yards and a first down
2: a nice job there Hunter Seitz and Xander Irvin coming off that left side well the center and the left
5: guard both got good blocks they just have to be looking that way and Cade explodes for a first down Cade now over 100 yards with 109 yards on 10 carries
1: Ball is moving. Seven fifteen to go in the first half. Jackson, two tight end set. Grohman and Wolford form the eye, and it's Cade Wolford starting left. Cuts it back to the right, and he'll pick up nice yardage on that first down. Gets down to about the twenty-seven yard line.
2: Running left, plants his foot, cuts back inside to pick up positive yards. Allen Irvin sights that left side of the line, doing a good job had tied in A.J. Graham on the field that play.
1: Right, same formation, everybody in tight. And they run it to Cade once again. He's
5: straight up Goodbye. and he will Goodbye. go all
1: the way. He, I don't think anybody touched him as he goes 27 yards for the score.
2: He's blocking there, Eli and also sight. And I think I'm trying to see who I think it was Oyer in there. Isander Irvin right up the middle. Kate explodes right behind the senior hunter sights and he is into the end zone quickly. I think that's touchdown seven and eight for Kate this season.
1: Here's the kick by Ethan Crabtree. It's good. A break in the action with 6.24 remaining in the first half. It's 28 14 Jackson. And we'll be back right after this.
18: Hey, all you Ironman football fans, we're back with the Gillum Insurance Player of the Game. Tune in each and every week to 96.7 and listen to Dan and Dan give their Player of the Game picks brought to you by Gillum Insurance. And also make sure you stop by and see us at our new location, which is located at 228 Broadway Street in Jackson, Ohio. So stop by or give us a call at 740-395-0357. Make sure you're covered. Peace.
6: Make the most of every lawn with Kubota commercial landscaping equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today, Ricer Equipment of Lucasville on US 23, or find them in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo. Also visit them online at ricerequipment.com or find them on Facebook today
1: minutes and 24 seconds go before halftime and uh, the Ironman strike again very quickly here's the kickoff by Ethan Crabtree and he'll send this one this one will sail about about three yards deep into the end zone for the touchback
5: a six play 61 yard drive once again Mr. Wolford caps it all off with a breakaway touchdown right up the middle this time 27 yards Uh, Extra point by Crabtree. He's perfect this year, by the way. Four out of four tonight. 142 yards now for Mr. Wolford on 12 carries and three touchdowns already. That's back-to-back hat tricks for touchdowns for Cade Wolford. Nine
2: on the season. Far and away the Ironman leader in that category. On
1: their own 20-yard line, Brady. As
2: you would expect.
1: Brady Sutton, the junior quarterback. As one running back behind him. Takes to him. Up, pass up the middle. In and out of the hands of Matthew Osborne. And uh, incomplete.
2: He's there tied in. He was about to take a pretty good hit by Tucker Williams, but it goes through his hands and incomplete. Okay.
5: Uh, ha- or play selection for Western Brown. 16 passes, 5 runs, and 2 of the runs were sacks. If you want my I was going to say...
2: That's more runs than I would have expected. Yeah.
1: Trips to the left on an empty backfield for the Broncos. Sutton's looking over the middle. Now finds a man open, but it had a lot of pressure and had
2: to release it quickly and it falls incomplete. Man actually opening up late, but he took another shot from Ryan Taylor right as he released it. It goes incomplete. Charlie Johnson was on the field as an outside linebacker on that play. I know, I'm Charlie Woodard. I'm sorry.
1: Second down and 10.
2: He was replacing Nolan Johnson, who's now back on the field. I don't even he was on the
1: play. I did not see the flag come out.
2: Oh, a because, Well, one of their linemen did push-ups, so that usually resulted they had a penalty or a drop or something.
1: So it will be second down and 20 now for the Broncos. The ball back at the 10 yard line. There's Sutton looking over the middle. Throws it upfield, and the ball will be incomplete. Thrown low for the intended receiver, uh, Jaden Parker. Another flag in the
2: backfield, and a lineman is doing push
5: ups, so that kind of tells you who it's going to go against. Ironman might just decline this one because it's only going to be a five yard penalty. And shuffling some
1: bodies defensively, and it, it will be declined. That so brings up third down and 20 now for the Broncos.
2: Caden Snyder in there, a senior at the nose guard position for Jackson. Third and a bunch.
1: From their own 10 yard line, all at third and 20.
2: See if the armament can put pressure on him. Looks like Nolan Johnson coming from the outside. Yeah, he's
1: going with a blitz, and they hand it back to the right side. That's uh, Lucas Powell with the across-the-ring handoff, and uh, he goes nowhere actually backwards. He loses a yard, and they will bring up fourth and 21. You know,
2: dropping back in defense, but within, Gavin Jones really did a good job of coming up and making the tackle. For a loss, they'll leave it back at the eight-yard line, but he actually brought him down around the five. He gave him forward um, motion there, but and we'll call it. Hunter will be in the end zone again. More than 21. This resulted in a great return by Cade Wilford earlier in the first quarter.
1: Timeout has been called by the Broncos on the field with five minutes. And 28 seconds to go, first half. We'll be back with more Jackson Airman football right after this.
3: One of the best tickets in town will always be activities at our local schools athletic events, concerts, and plays. You can always count on an enjoyable time. Our children are the future. Let's give them all the encouragement that we can go to a game, hear a concert, see a play. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC.
0: You're listening to Football Friday Nights on Mix 96 FM.
1: Five minutes and 28 seconds to go, and the Ironman forced the Broncos into punting from their own
7: end zone.
1: Good snap from the center. Here's the quick. He gets it off quickly, but it's a short kick, and it's taken at the 34 yard line. And it's Cade Wolford. He returns to try and get that wall. Uh oh. And he's down the far sideline, or near sideline, ran out of bounds
2: around the 23. Well, I'll tell you 22 for the Broncos, Dave. Cade from having his fourth touchdown here in the quarter. Cade catches it, stop and go move to make the first tackler miss, and then just uses
5: that speed around the end. He
1: actually went out of bounds at a the 12-yard line,
5: a 26-yard punt, but a 23-yard return by Cade Wofford. He's putting up some punt return stats that we haven't seen for quite some time.
1: 28 nothing. The Airmen lead. They have the ball in the red zone as they start this drive. Double tight ends and a fumble on the quarterback exchange, and Bodie comes back to fall on it, and penalty flags all over the place.
2: Flags everywhere. I think they blew the play dead. That would be a benefit to the airman, I yep. believe. Bodie dove on it, but it got loose. It was out on the turf, but it's a five-yard penalty against Jackson. It'll be first and fifteen. They move it back out to the twenty. No, I'm sorry, the eighteen-yard line right at the five-minute mark left here in the first half. Second down.
1: All on the 18-yard line, we're second down. It's like close to 16, and it's and off over the right side for the airman. And that was uh, Eli Roman picking up that penalty yard, and back to the line of scrimmage. Conda Jones,
2: to, um, Oyer on that right side, coming off the ball nicely. Gets the penalty yards back, but now looking at third and 10.
1: The moving clock here at 4.30 and remaining in the first half of play. Last two possessions, the Aaron has went strictly with that. Uh, now they're unbalanced. Unbalanced, yeah. unbalanced line. This time it's Roman. He breaks away, dragging tacklers, and gets down to the five yard line. Not going to be a first, it'll be second down, or fourth down. And a long two. I think
2: that made Coach Hall's decision easy. Fourth and two. We'll play for that, even though it would be a chip shot field goal for Ethan Crabtree. Bodie play. ran all the way to the sideline to get the directions from Coach Hall on this play.
1: Becky's still there, and now the Ironmen will. They play can play. take time. Yep. The Ironmen take a time out to think about it, and I think they're going to, uh, you know, go for it.
2: They're going to play for it. Yep.
1: Want to make sure they have all the ducks in a row here as we're in the waning moments of this uh, first half.
2: You know, if Eli doesn't get that good run, we maybe consider the field goal there. But right now with it, it's a long, two, well, they're going to mark it maybe three yards, but Jackson's going to play for this. Coach Hall getting everybody on the timeout over there, so everyone's on the same page. Ball marked just outside the five. got to get to the three, inside the three. And there are three
1: minutes and 51 seconds remaining in this first half, 14-point lead by the Ironman. The second quarter quarter has been very uh, electric. Both teams. Has been.
2: Has been. Four lot,
5: touchdowns between the two teams. Yeah,
2: a lot of big plays. Been an exciting game. When will we, have we done a bronco Ironman game that hasn't been exciting and fun to watch? If you like offense, make that 90-minute drive down here tonight because uh, it's just always this kind of shootout with Jackson and Western Brown.
1: All right, friend, It'll be first, or fourth down for the Ironman. Ball just outside the five-yard line. Here on the right side of the field. Two
2: tights in there, Wiley and Jones.
1: They run out of the eye. And it will be Broughman looking, good. Looking. Hole. He's running into good the cut. end zone. Touchdown, Jack. He started left and saw a little C and then cut it back at the last moment and steps over the goal line.
2: Planted that outside foot about the six and took it right in behind Jacob Allen and Dylan DeLong in there and the Ironmen in the
1: end zone for the fifth time tonight. It's 35-14 with the extra, the extra points already on the board. There we go. And Crabtree's kick.
2: Barely stays in Cl- Claremont County.
1: <laughs> so, with the break of the accident, 3.45 to go, 35-14 to the airman and we'll be back right after this timeout.
15: Nimco Propane is your local propane provider, serving all your propane needs. Nimco Propane sets all tank sizes all year round, and customer service is their number one priority. Nimco fills all orders in a timely manner, and they accept heat vouchers and carry welding supplies. Call the professionals at Nimco Propane today, 740-596-4477, or check them out on Facebook. That's Nimco Propane.
19: The Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home has been serving the Jackson and O'Kill areas for many years. Starting in Hill in 1941 as the Keener Lewis Funeral Home and expanding into Jackson in 1984 and becoming the Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home in 2012. Throughout the years, we've been a funeral home that believes each family gets the same level of attention and care they deserve during difficult times. Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, 202 West Maple Avenue in O'Kill and 28 Harding Avenue in Jackson. Lewis Gillum Funeral Home, Director David Gillum.
1: Three minutes and 45 seconds remain in this first half as Ethan Crabtree will kick it off for the Ironman after their fifth touchdown. And here's a kick that will sail into the end zone for another touchback.
2: About two yards deep. Three of those tonight for Ethan. Pistol talk about that drive. Nice run
5: by Eli Browerman. Four plays, 12 yards capped off on a fourth down play. It was fourth and three, and Eli went six yards through not only the first down, but the touchdown. Crabtree kicks the another extra point, his fifth straight, to make it 35-14, and once again set up for the second time this game by a very good punt return by Cade wilford 23 yards down to the 12-yard line. Well, let's see what the
1: Broncos can do with 345 remaining on this first half clock. Empty backfield for Sutton, he drops about four steps back, going down the sideline to Smith, and he's got the reception in Ironman territory, that's a 45, we're going to rule him, it is complete, out of bounds, that's a 44.
2: Smith is special, but I'll tell you what a beautiful throw by Sutton with pressure in his face, he laid it out there perfectly to his favorite receiver, big play.
1: Gets a bunch of yardage the, into the Ironman territory. How many on that pass? He's 37. Empty backfield for Sutton. Looking pressure. right again. He's got oh, a lot of pressure. Now a lot of room to run. Sutton around the corner. And one tackle is missed, but he like he may have another first down as he runs out of bounds
2: in front of his own bench. Jackson, had pressure coming from the outside. He sees a little seam up the middle, steps up, and then there was room. And he takes off running. Tucker Williams knocks him out of bounds, but not until a nine-yard gain. Second and short
1: for the Broncos. Quick pass out in the flat to Powell. Powell with a, a, a missed tackle and still on his feet. Now he'll be he wrapped up around the 32-yard line.
2: Nolan Johnson drew Wiley. All involved out there as Andrew Irvin even got out there to be part of the tackle there, but you're right, receiver forced to miss, gets them a first down, yardage needed.
1: That will be a first down for the Broncos. On the left hash mark, a new set of downs with 3.05 to go. Running.
2: Four receivers on the right side. One on the left.
1: That means empty backfield. And quick pass out in the right flat. It is caught. And turning it upfield. Ball, ball is down. Jaden Parker fumbled the ball. To see who has it as the marker comes in at the end of the play.
2: Well, I think somehow Western got on that fumble. It sure looked like we had a good shot at it.
1: it was not a marker? It was a...
2: It's where they were marking where the fumble was.
1: So was that yeah. sandbag this spot the humble second down and three and trying to utilize the short side of the field he's hitting the backfield but he lose that tackle for a loss and he'll work his way close to the 20-yard line It'll be it looks like a first down for the Broncos and they take quickly take a timeout.
2: Looks like Ryan Taylor, Drew Wiley, make him get him wrapped up, but it will be third and short. Nope, they're gonna give him a first down. You're right. All right at the twenty yard line. Two twenty to go, running clock. Western still has they should have two timeouts left. I think each team's only taken one.
1: Four shows. I should I one, I think. Looks like two okay. right on the inside of both scores. I got you, yeah, you're right. First and ten for the Broncos. He will take a, the snap from the gun, take one step backwards and, as if to pass, and then take off and run on a design play. They'll uh, pick up
18: about four.
2: Xander Urban wraps him up. He was our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week Award winner last week. Kate Wilford was our Gillum Insurance Player of the Game.
1: Second and five, ball well, close to the 15 yard line for the Broncos. Here's Sutton. in to, pass, Now forced out of the pocket. They'll take off and run, breaking a couple tackles and wrapped up around the 10 yard line. And a timeout by the officials. It looks like it may have been, a, it is indeed a first down. Another through. first
2: down. And Gavin, Gavin Jones brings him down. But you know, Jackson's. Getting some good pressure on him, but he has a great feel in the backfield there to make some plays, scrambling away from pressure.
1: Clock moving, 110 to go, first half. Roth is trying to get on the board again. They're just outside the Ironman 10 yard line. And it will be Sutton on a keeper as he is wrapped up just after the 10 yard line.
2: Ryan Taylor, Xander Irvin, get him hit, knocked down, short gain. 47 seconds they still have a timeout they're going to run this play might want to utilize if it's running clock after this
1: takes a snap and looks to the right he's rolling out that way looks like he's going to take off and run and he'll be forced out of bounds that will stop the clock with 32 seconds to go
2: gavin jones knocks him out of bounds and it'll be third down not, yeah, only is, six. You're right, not only in the red zone, they're inside the 10. Mark it about the 7-yard line, 6-yard line. Yeah. Go for just 6. Okay, we'll trust them. they got a little better angle than us right now.
1: 32 seconds to go. Now we're ready for the play. Third down and 6. And Sutton quickly forced out of the pocket, round the right side, dumps it into the end zone, and it is incomplete.
2: Boy, he does such a nice job feeling where the pressure's coming from. He rolls out, bought himself a little time, passes incomplete. I'm very impressed with this young man at the quarterback position.
1: Broncos do take a timeout and stops the clock at 25 seconds, but they're looking at a fourth down and six. All
2: the seven-yard line. All Caden Snyder coming into the lineup for the Ironman. He's been playing some nose guard position tonight. Ironman trying to keep fresh people up front because you're chasing that quarterback everywhere. Now I am very impressed with this young man. I mean, he's not Drew Novak, but there is only one of those usually in a lifetime of a of a school system or a coach. But this guy's going to be a good player. He's
1: very solid. He is a junior, six feet. Let's see. Look at it. So six feet one hundred and seventy. No, he's 5 feet, 180 pounds. And has, a, has a rifle for an arm.
2: Yes, he does. And great presence back there to dance away from pressure. He prolongs some plays and gives the Broncos a chance, and they have a chance right now. It's fourth down and goal. Ball at the six-yard line.
1: Actually, the they can get a first down. They can get it. It's not a goal, but it's fourth and six. They need to get to the one.
2: Broncos still huddled up with their head coach on the sideline, but they'll come right out of that huddle up to their to the line of scrimmage and be ready to
1: play. All right, they spread the field, as always, to both sides. They have two backs. That's the first
2: we've seen this formation.
1: And a little play action. A pitch out and a double pass into the end zone. Is it caught? I think it was caught i'm not sure if he's inbound there has been no signal yet
2: i think it's a touchdown it is they officials really didn't do a very good job of putting their arms up in the air but that's a touchdown for the broncos on a nice trick play and it worked
1: yeah they they threw it out in the flat to the running back and he dumps the ball into the end zone And I I didn't
5: see, but they did that for a touchdown in a game earlier this year.
1: All right. Cunningham's extra point, and it's low, and it is good. Twenty seconds remains here in this uh, first half of play, and the Broncos score their third touchdown.
2: Won't go away, will they?
1: No, and uh, let's see what the Army can do with the final 20
2: Well, seconds. 20 seconds, let's see. You never know with a good kickoff return. We still have two timeouts left, and it's kind of a shootout. You better get as many points as you can get because the Broncos' offense is exciting. They put 21 points on the board at halftime. Thank goodness we've got 35. See?
5: It was an 11-play, 80-yard drive, and Western Brown needed that badly after giving up three unanswered touchdowns to the Ironmen. And, of course, uh, they get going uh, on that 37-yard pass to Isaiah Smith down the home sideline, put him in Jackson territory, and from there, Sutton, uh, with good evasive action on some scrambles, a couple complete passes as well. Gets him into the end zone, and that was on a fourth down play.
1: They took the ball of possession on the 20-yard line, their own 20, with three minutes and 30 seconds to go in the, in the first half, and they used uh, three minutes and 10 seconds of that to get it into the end zone to get within 14 of the airman. Well, that's a, that's a
2: drive that keeps him in the contest.
1: And again, we'll kick from his right hash mark. Wolford deep for the airman in the middle, stands around his ten. kick is a low kick and the airman let it bounce, picked up at the 12 yard line by Wolfer. and looking for a seam, cuts to the right now back to the left where he's dropped at the 31 yard line.
2: 12 seconds on the clock the line drive kick at least eats up a few of the seconds there, let's see what Jackson wants to do with 12 seconds and two timeouts Bodie Wolford talking with head coach Andy Hall on the sideline
1: Ball in the center of the field.
2: Remember, Western Brown will get the possession to start the third quarter because they deferred.
1: Aronson Woodard out wide to the left. Everybody else in tight, backs in the eye. Here's a pitch to the wide side of the field to Cade Wolford. Looking for some blockers and takes it around the corner and run out of bounds with five seconds to go at the 33-yard line. A couple-yard gain on the play, Clock is stopped at the five-second mark.
2: Coach Hall decides something there. He's talking to Eli Ray. He'll bring the play in from the sideline.
1: All right. As they break the huddle, in one wide out, that's to the left. Unbalanced line to the left, and the handoff. Right up the middle, that's Nolan Johnson will finish the half with a can't carry out near the 41-yard line. 35-21 is your score as we have reached halftime as the two teams have trot off the field to their own locker room.
2: Coaching staff, what, be happy for offense and maybe not quite as happy on the defense. Tackling can certainly improve, uh, but give some credit to this Bronco team. They certainly haven't quit in the contest even though the Ironman had a 35-14 to 14 lead the Broncos finished that second quarter with a strong drive to stay in it
1: absolutely and it makes it a uh, just a 14-point game, and you mentioned moments ago, and they will receive the ball in the opening. Uh, Absolutely. Exciting. Game. Hey, stay with us because Pete Wilson is going to work on a whole bunch of stats
2: for halftime. That will be interesting to hear But a lot of halftime activities to go.
1: All right, now we'll take a timeout as halftime activities continue. You're listening to Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM.
16: From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now
17: here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Reports. As we like to do from time to time, we'll visit different areas of the state and talk some football in specific regions tonight it is central ohio we'll talk with lee cochran about that next on the ohio news network every
13: farmer has their reason for why they do what they do for becks it's faith family and farming since 1937 the beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring god and helping farmers succeed farming is full of extremes and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service we look forward to standing by your side supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live bex when it comes to farming we believe in
3: something more i'm ohio education association president scott tomorrow and on behalf of the oea's 120,000 members we're proud to bring you tonight's game Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters.
11: Hi, this is Kristen Mershon, the director of the Rye Grand Jackson Center. If you are interested in taking college classes towards an associate degree, obtaining a certification in the in-demand jobs that are needed in our workforce, come and talk to me. The Jackson Center is 980 East Main Street, Jackson, Ohio, and my phone is 740-288-0284. I would love to help you through the entire process, financial aid and all. I can do it all. Thanks.
8: True fans know that success in football is all about tradition, dedication, and loyalty. Those same qualities are important to the sure folks Insurance Agency. We're proud to support companies like the High Mutual Insurance Group. If you want to protect your home, auto, farm, or business, you want a high mutual on your team, give us a call at 740-286-1708. We'd love to give you a second opinion on your auto, home, farm, or business insurance needs. Sheward-Folks Insurance, located on Main Street in Jackson since 1940. Go Iron!
16: is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick.
17: We are presented by Beck's Hybrids at Beck's. They are and will remain farmers at heart. in welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. We're talking a little Central Ohio high school football this evening. Where Lee Cochran has covered that for decades. And Lee, let's begin with Division One, Region Three, which is loaded as it always is. We knew Gahanna would be good. The Pickerington and Hilliard schools are all good. Is there a for sure cream of the crop there?
20: Well, you know the, the way I look at it, you know, as you said, I've been here for decades. I, my first year was covering in uh, 1992, and I've seen the growth of Central Ohio football. And there's parity, but it's upper level parity. It's not 500 parity. It's teams that can go eight and two, nine and one, ten and zero every year. I mean, you look look right now. You know, uh going into tonight's action you got Pickerington North. You mentioned Gehanna, Hilliard and Hilliard Bradley. And and look, you know, with uh, uh, former high state quarterback Stanley Jackson, yeah. Westerville North's off to its best start in probably two, three decades. Yes. I mean it's been amazing. But but there's just uh, you know, you look at even some of the second you know, the teams with lost Pickerington Central. Upper Arlington. Those those are teams that, that are making runs every year and they're gonna make runs again this year.
17: Olin Tangy is in region two and I know they're off to a nice start.
20: I, I like them. They've got uh you know they're running four running backs, and so they're they're pretty good and they've got a they've got a dynamite quarterback too. You look there and uh a little bit of a surprise team I think right now is Delaware Hayes. I don't know if they can sustain it. Uh, you know, Perrysburg. Is is right there, Kaufman? Kaufman kind of opened opened my eyes a little bit with the uh, win over Centerville, and you know they had they had Kent McKinley. They were leading that game last week and and you know lost that. But I think I think Kaufman's going to make a step. And the one team, Skip, you just can't forget about. <laughs> you brought up Bull and Tangi. I'll bring up Bull and Tangi Liberty. They're zero and three. They were zero and three last year too. They ended up eight and six and playing in a, a regional final don't count out the patriots that's yeah, a mistake if you do that
17: division two region seven nice starts to begin the season for briggs in st charles same thing in division three region 11 how about Waterson and hamilton township
20: yeah uh watterson you know won the ccl last year for the first time since i think it was 2012 you know is Waterson the team to beat it's going to be tough they lost a lot, but they're pl- they're playing well. Hamilton Township's always that sneaky team that they'll, they'll have a couple okay seasons and then pop up a little bit. So, uh, again, a little bit, you know, the only team that they played heading into tonight's game with a win was Lancaster. But, again, you know, they're winning all their games and they're winning them big.
17: Let's move down to Division Four Region 15. Many that we're used to seeing there, but Columbus East and Bishop Reedy off to a good start. You know, Kentrell Reinhardt from Reedy has put up some mon- Monster numbers the first three games.
20: Yeah, right. Uh he had six touchdowns the first week, seven the second week, and he only had uh three last week. So uh yeah. I mean that sixteen touchdowns. That's I mean, uh that's a career for most, most guys. Um I'm I'm waiting to see what Hartley does. Hartley, you know, had uh nine out of ten years with double digit wins. And then the last three years, they've been a combined uh, 20 and 14 heading in to this year. You know, they lost a the blue carol, and there's, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but they had a lot of turnovers. They'd have a big play and then a turnover. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see about uh, uh, Bishop Hartley.
17: And amongst the smaller schools, Lee, Columbus Academy, Harvest Prep, and West Jeff. Among those, who should we keep our eyes on?
20: Harvest Prep. I like Academy too. This this is such a good region, you know, with Ironton there uh, as well. But I, I like Harvest Prep a lot. I've I've debated in my head who's who's the best chance for Central Ohio to get a state champion. You know, Gahanna had you know some kids transfer to help rebuild that defense. You, you look at Bloom Carroll's made a run to the state final last year. But, man, I tell you what, right now, I think Harvest Prep might be the best shot. You know, size-wise, they're a Division Seven school, but, you know, they had to move up to Division Five. But, man, I really like what Milan Smith's done there. And he he continues to go. They're a team without a conference this year, too, Skip. I mean, that uh, Mid-State League Ohio said, hey, (laughs) we'll see you and they formed their own and left them out
17: he's covered central ohio high school football for decades lee cochran we always appreciate your time love talking high school football with you and no problem skip have a good one and we'll be right back on the ohio news network bex
20: recognizes this week's player with heart addison blazer from united local high school for her commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community
14: from the time i was a freshman and i looked up to all the girls who were seniors and we kind of still fit into the molds that they left us with.
21: Now, Addison is a senior leader on her volleyball team and also in the community. She's on the Yearbook Committee, Principals Advisory Council, and the president of NHS and 4H. We do
14: a lot of food stands. A church in our area always does a pancake breakfast and we always go and we serve that. We make cards for nursing homes.
21: And of course she loves the life of farming.
14: Agriculture is a huge way of life for me. My parents both grew up on farms. My school that I go to is very remote. Most people are farmers. It follows me around really and I do, I love it.
13: At
20: Beck's, we are and will remain farmers at heart.
14: Let's go out and do something.
20: Something like what?
22: I don't know. Something fun. Something exciting. Something new. Something delish.
21: I know. Let's go bowling at Leela Lane's and eat pizza at Amore's Pizzeria.
22: Yeah. Bowling is something fun and exciting.
21: Especially with something new at Leela Lane's.
22: Especially with new renovations underway at Leela Lane's.
21: Not to forget that Amore's Pizzeria is right inside of Leela Lane's.
22: Let's go now.
21: Leo Lanes in Amore's Pizzeria.
22: Something great.
19: Keep your athlete in action with Holzer's Saturday morning sports injury clinics. Doctors Kelly Rausch and Charles Zurenberg offer Saturday morning clinics at Holzer Sycamore in Gallipolis from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and the Holzer Clinic in Jackson from 9 a.m. to noon. Every Saturday during the fall sports season. Dr. Roush and Dr. Z have the experience and team to keep your athlete in action. Holzer Sports Medicine, no appointment necessary, walk-ins are welcome.
17: ONN. All right, thanks once again to Lee Cochran for joining us to talk a little Central Ohio high school football this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network.
16: This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football, presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at ONNradio.com from the Ohio News Network.
0: This is Football Friday Night on Mix 96, WKOV-FM, Oak Hill, a Jackson County Broadcasting Station.
2: Well, in Mount Oreb tonight, there are two good football teams and two good bands. The Jackson Ironmen just entertained this outstanding crowd tonight in front of the Mount Orab uh, fan section. Had a great halftime, as Coach Ryan Hurd always does with his troops. But I'll tell you what. Western Brown, a very impressive-looking band tonight. It's nice to see two big-sized
5: bands, and Western uh, Brown has good numbers out there also, Pete Wilson. Yes, they certainly do. Uh, of course, Western Brown, about the size of uh, Jackson High School in enrollment. They're uh, in the uh, Southwest District in Region 12, while the Armen are in Region 11. But. Uh You know, good matchup on the football field and good matchup here at halftime. Well, our band played
2: and danced and did all the fun things they normally do. And Western Brown showed a little of those dance moves in the uh, pregame, so we'll see if we see them here at halftime. We are at uh, La Rosa Field here in Mount Oroble, Ohio. It is Western Brown and the Jackson Ironmen playing for the eighth time in this series. The Ironmen hold the lead at halftime by a score of 35-21. to 21. A shootout as expected. Pete Wilson, you talked
5: about that in the pregame show, and you've got some numbers to prove it. Right, I tell you what, a lot of points, a lot of stats in the way of yards, a lot of running yards for the Ironmen, a lot of passing yards for Western Brown, and I guess you almost would have expected that. Uh, we'll break down those numbers right now. Team-wise, Jackson nine first downs. Western Brown eight. Western Brown, even though they're a passing team, can be a ball control team because you know, uh, you know, completed a lot of short passes, uh, complete passes on possession downs, and uh, they've had a couple drives here. They had 32 plays to the Ironmen 30. The Ironmen have gained 200 yards rushing on 25 uh, rushing attempts. That's about eight yards, uh, uh, eight yards uh, an attempt. 35 yards passing as they've only passed the ball five times, but that adds up to 235 total yards here at halftime. That's a 470 yard clip if you extend it out over four quarters. Western Brown 25 net yards rushing on 11 uh, carries. And uh, I would say that of those 11 carries, only about four designed runs for sure. Uh, scrambles there by the quarterback, Brady uh, Sutton, have been effective at times, especially on the last drive where they were able to get into the end zone to keep within fighting distance of the Ironmen. Uh Sutton has uh, passed through 113 yards, uh, so give them 138 total yards, 113 of them, Um, About 85% uh, of their yards coming in the air, and that's about what you can expect. Jackson has uh, passed the ball five times, completed three, has one touchdown, but also a pick six in there, too, the tough Western Brown. Uh, Sutton uh, has thrown the ball 20, uh, rather Sutton has thrown, there's been 22 passes by uh, Western Brown, 11 completions by Western Brown. Uh, they, Jackson has punted one time. Western Brown's had to punt three times. That was early in the game. Uh, one fumble by each team, no turnovers. Jackson has the turnover on the interception. Of course, that was big. Western Brown has not had a turnover. Jackson, three penalties for uh, 20 yards. And uh, Western Brown uh, with uh, two penalties for 15 yards. Individually, of course, Cade Wilford having another great game. 13 carries, 147 yards, and three touchdowns and two punt returns that have helped set up touchdowns. Nolan Johnson, two carries, 15 yards. Uh, Eli Broman, nine carries, 43 yards, including a touchdown. Uh, Drew Wiley has caught a 23-yard touchdown pass. That's been the Ironman's big pass reception. Bodie, as we said, three out of five passing, a touchdown interception for 35 yards. For Western Brown, uh, Brady Sutton, uh, between the sacks and the scrambles and the design runs, he has uh, carried the ball nine times for a net gain of 24 yards. Throwing the ball, he's uh, as we said, 10 out of 21 with two uh, touchdowns and no intercepts through 100 and uh, through 113 yards. And uh, they also have uh, they also have added a, a six-yard pass. That was from uh, Isaiah Smith, who's been their leading receiver. On a halfback pass on fourth down, that was the, uh, one of the last plays there of the, of, the fir- of the second quarter. He threw a halfback pass on the pitch out, and the, the Ironmen believed he was going to run. Instead, he threw the ball into the end zone to uh, Lucas Powell for a touchdown. Smith, so, Smith has a touchdown pass, to his credit, as well as four receptions through 135 yards and a touchdown. He has had a long touchdown reception through 69 yards, and he set up. Uh, The touchdown there at the end of the half on a 37-yard reception on the very first play from scrimmage when uh, Western Brown took the ball over at the 20-yard line. Lucas Powell, three receptions for 28 yards, including... Got a halfback pass from Smith. So that's where we stand here at the half. Uh, the Jackson Ironmen Men out in front, 35 to 21. But Western Brown will get the ball to start the second half.
2: Tremendous job, Mr. Statman. A lot of things going on here. It is halftime. It's a Friday night of games. The uh, Total Media doing that fabulous job as they do every week, Pete. But a kind of a sad note is that we're only broadcasting three games this week.
5: Exactly. Uh, it was announced on Tuesday morning, and this is a, you know, a, a sad thing for both teams involved. Uh, the Oak Hill Oaks were scheduled to go to Minford. It was going to be Minford's homecoming, but the Oaks already didn't have a lot of players on the roster. They've uh, been decimated by some injuries early in the season, had at least three major injuries that we remember that Todd remembers from covering that football game last Friday where they lost to Rock Hill. Supposedly, we had heard they had 12 able-bodied players who could have played for sure. They decided in the, in, you know, to protect their players... Uh, and because of the number of players to cancel that game. Uh, It will not be played later in the season, of course, because, you know, the playoff situation. And uh, Midford was left. uh, I don't believe they were able to get a makeup game. It was their homecoming. I believe they rescheduled their homecoming for later in the season. And, uh, you know, depending on how bad those injuries are, you wonder what the Oak Hill situation will be going forward.
2: Well, you know, Pete Wilson, school systems have to make tough decisions all the time. And I don't envy the Oak Hill Oaks having to make that decision. I'm sure there was a lot of stress involved in that, but certainly was the right call.
5: Absolutely, you know, with the injury situation there. not, Not only the number of injuries, but the number of players who are able to play. You know, 11 on the field at a time, and if it's true that they had 12 players who could have gone, you know, that's... That's that's not that's not much of an uh, that's not much of a, of a that's not much depth to have for a football game. No,
2: the Wilson Golden Rockets have done another tough matchup tonight. A very good Portsmouth West team. They find themselves down. I think it is twenty-eight to ten. But they are, the Rockets did get a touchdown tonight and a field goal.
5: Right. Well, Coach Grisgram Graham trying to turn the Rockets around after a winless season last year, and they've shown some fight. They lost big to Fairland, but they scored some points. They stayed in the you know they kept playing there after Fairland got off to a big lead and. Uh, West is one of the it's one of the big three W's in that SOC Division Two. West is very good. Wheelersburg, of course, very good, and so is Waverly. And the West playing at Walton tonight, and Wilson uh, giving them a fight, twenty eight to ten at halftime. Pete, look how
2: close the Vikings are to possibly being undefeated at this point.
5: Right, and they are winning big here in their TVC opener down at Megs. They went on the road and they are beating the Marauders thirty two to nothing. Remember, Vinton County opened the season with Unioto. Uh, who is uh, I believe uh, I believe they've only lost uh, one game. They lost to Waverly, but Unioto is uh, is uh, got an outstanding team this year, and they beat Vinton County 21 to 20 in the opener, and the difference was a missed extra point. Absolutely, P. Wilson. Big
2: weekend. It is time to get pro football going on there. I know you are a diehard Bengal fan. We have lived a life longer than the Bengals have been in existence.
5: But a young man who's our quarterback uh, became a re- very rich man just two days ago. Right. Signed, uh, signed a, the biggest contract in uh, pro football history. Of course, that tends to change every time a new big contract is negotiated. But still, amazing five-year contract. Well, that's 132
2: million. Uh, right well, on that? it's, it's
5: uh, 275 million. Oh, okay. I'm so over right five
2: years. Okay. Over for about 53 million a year, mm-hmm. and he's just a boy from Athens County.
5: Right. Exactly. He's very generous with his money too. But of course, yes. a lot of Bengal fans watching that because they know that he turned the franchise around. He wasn't single-handed, but he was certainly. Certainly uh, the straw that stirred the drink as far as turning the Bengals into uh, a playoff team that uh, made the Super Bowl two years ago and uh, were in the NFL championship game, of course, last year. And, uh, you know, Burroughs signing, you know, that will set up, you know, probably some other good players staying if the Bengals can find the money. Well, we are knee-deep into football.
2: Our Buckeyes will play tomorrow. They will host Youngstown State. How about the Buckeyes and we fans that were so disappointed last week by winning by a score of 23-3 on the road in a Big Ten
5: contest? Right. Uh, of course, you know, that's what you come to expect with uh, Ryan Day and his uh, offense. Of course, you know, a little bit of a rebuilding situation. A new, you know, a lot of new linemen in there. Of course, a new quarterback. Uh, but the defense played very well, held Indiana to, to three points. And Ohio State will have two weeks uh, of uh, non conference teams coming in, teams that they should be able to handle uh, to kind of fine tune themselves before that big trip to South Bend. Uh, two Saturdays from now. Saturday of Apple Festival. That will be a fun one. Well, we are about to have third quarter action, so we're going to take one more time out. We'll
2: be back with more Jackson Ironman football as the score stands at halftime. It's the Ironman 35, the Broncos 21. We'll be back in just two minutes.
6: Faith and Fitness is a proud supporter of Ironman football and local athletics. The goal of Faith and Fitness is simple. Uplift your body and your spirit. Our classes are tailored for all fitness levels, whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting your fitness journey. The best part, you'll be surrounded by a community of like-minded people who are here to support you every step of the way faith and fitness is more than a workout studio it's a movement imagine the feeling of accomplishment as you finish a heart-pounding workout uplifted by words of inspiration that stay with you long after you leave the studio join us at faith and fitness looking at uptown in jackson at 281 main street go ironman
13: the same people with the same top quality service. That's Auto and Truck Tire Center Incorporated, formerly Best One Tire, located at the same location, State Route 93 south of Jackson. Auto and Truck Tire Center Incorporated carries top quality tires such as Hercules. Also, they have several new programs to satisfy customers. It will be a huge mistake not to call Auto and Truck Tire Center Incorporated. Call 740-286-2290. That's Auto and Truck Tire Center Incorporated, formerly Best One Tire, State Route 93 south of Jackson.
11: Howard
14: Hanna, the McNerland Network Team, is excited for you to meet our newest agent, Dylan McCarroll. Dylan is a veteran and has worked as a correction officer and is ready to serve Southern Ohio with all of their real estate needs. Just call 740-239-1239 to schedule your free consultation today. Remember, call Dylan McCarroll with the McNerland Network Team at 740-239-1239. That's 740-239-1239.
9: Do you have a roofing or siding project? At Higgins, they manufacture steel roofing and siding every business day. With 16 colors in stock and 70,000 pieces of trim, they are prepared to ship your project immediately. Remember Higgins for your 40-year warranted, Energy Star compliant, American-made steel roofing and siding. Located on AC Avenue, just off 35 in Jackson. Call 800-782-4239 or visit them on the web at HigginsRoofing.com.
1: Welcome back to Jackson Ironman football. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson, Dan Laura. We are about set for the second half of tonight's football game as the Ironman lead it at halftime 35 21, and they'll be kicking off to this very potent. Uh,
2: to through. let you know a little bit, Dan, while we were doing the stats, and I look, I think it's Jackson nine first downs and uh, Western Brown eight. Not a lot of first downs for a total of 56 points on the board. That means there's some big plays out there that first and there, half.
1: There have been and probably will be here in the second half. Got to
2: figure it's going to continue. It never ceases to be outstanding entertainment when these two teams get together.
5: And, Pete, you said they signed a new contract for two years. Uh, well, I know that... were at they, least one more. When they re-upped, I thought it was uh, it may have been for four. Because, uh, That's the, what the one, I thought it was, yeah. Yes, I believe it was a four. And it started off at Jackson, so I think we're in the middle of a four-year. Okay.
7: It's
2: an easy drive. We've even hinted, why doesn't Western Brown just come into the Frontier Athletic Conference? They play four Frontier Athletic Conference teams this year. They played four last year. One more, and they... Actually, they'd have to play two more, but if they came into the league.
1: Well, Smith and Powell back deep for the, or for the Broncos as Ethan Crabtree was set to kick it off. And this second half is moments away from beginning. There's the kick. It's a high kick, and it will be taken at the six-yard line. Here on the near side of the field by Isaiah Smith. And he finds a seam off the sideline. Very elusive, as it out over the 30 to the 35 yard line?
2: Good tackle in there on the kickoff by Joel Cashmore to keep that return from going even farther, but all the way out to the 35 yard line. One of the better returns we've seen against this Jackson kickoff team. 26 yard return there for Isaiah Smith. Iron front three starting out defensively. Well, Baker at the nose guard, Delaney and Taylor. The two tackles, inside linebackers. I see Drew Wiley out there, AJ Graham getting the nod. Obviously, we'll have Gavin Jones and Nolan Johnson, the two outside linebackers, Kate Wooford, Ryan Simons, the corners, Tucker Williams, and Eli Broerman the safeties.
1: Herman come with a bliss as Brady Set gets back to pass. He, he eludes the big rush, but he or loss, but he will go down at the thirty-three yard line. Both tackles, Bryce Delaney
2: and Taylor meet him, and that was what the Ironman didn't do so well in that first one. He was able to take it up the middle when the Ironman come pressure to the outside. That time they wrap him up for a yard loss.
1: That'll be second and eleven. Just underway tonight's second half. He's Sutton, the junior quarterback. Uh, Look over the middle, has pressure, and this one will be incomplete at the 40-yard line as Eli Roman puts the hammer down on Smith, and he coughs up the football.
2: Strong safety with a strong tackle and a strong hit, and forced that incomplete pass, made that receiver do push-ups.
5: I'm not sure I would have done push-ups if I got hit like that on the ball. I kind of agree. That
2: really wasn't a mistake. That
1: was a hard hit as the ball got to him. Third and ten, or third and eleven, from the 34-yard line. Looks like they're showing blitz as Sutton looks back. Now he takes the snap. Here comes the pressure. Gets it off, and it will be Smith, and he pulls it in at midfield. He's down tightrope to the sideline. Steps out of bounds at the Ironman 47, but we have markers down right at the snap of the ball. Flag
2: in the secondary.
1: Holding. Uh, Holding against
2: the Ironman. Yeah. What a throw as he's falling backwards, lost it high in the air, fingertip catch by the receiver. My guyshave made some plays to stay in this contest. The
1: penalty flag was thrown at the Airman 43.
2: So if it's 10 from there, that's more than the pass would have gone. So they'll probably accept the penalty and move it into Jackson territory. I think they're going to take
1: the the pass play. I thought he was tackled about the 50. All right, it'll be first and 10 at the Airman 46. Strips to the right for the Broncos. Their opening drive of this second half. The Ironman coming with the blitz, chasing him down, and Sutton will take a big hit at the 45, falls forward, gets to about the 43-yard line.
2: Drew Wiley, Ryan Taylor, chasing him down, but Sutton able to pick up some positive yards, running away from pressure.
1: Gain of nearly three on that first down carry.
2: Gutsy performance by this quarterback. He's been hit hard a number of times.
1: He runs out of the empty backfield again. Trips to the left. Too wide to the right. Pressure That's coming. Here. Comes the foot and he gets rid of the ball and oh. caught by Lucas Powell he has the first down at the 20, at the 31 yard line. Nolan
2: Johnson comes all the way from the backside, hits him and Gavin Jones. They hit him as he's throwing it. And he, the ball just kind of floats out there and finds the receiver
1: in a crowd. And it's a first and ten for the Broncos. They're opening drive in the second half. 35-21, but Broncos turn any signs of giving up. Here comes the blitz again, forcing him out of the pocket, and he gets it away. It is caught by Osborne. He's in the, inside the ten. And it will be first down and goal for the Western Brown Broncos. Cutton does a fabulous job of getting outside
2: the containment. When he does that, boy, he puts pressure on the defensive secondary. He found his tight end. Tight end rumbles and rolls down That's to a, the uh, five. Is it going mark at the five?
1: Right, 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 right on the
2: five-yard line.
1: First and goal for the Broncos. Off running, 9.40 remaining third quarter. Zimmerman coming with pressure, but unable to get to the quarterback. Now, the handoff starting left, and he, he will go into the end zone. Touchdown. That's number 10, Isaiah Smith, with his second touchdown of the night.
2: You know, Jackson opened up a 35-14 lead, and then that long drive right before half by the Broncos, and now another long drive to open up this third quarter.
1: 14 unanswered points by the Broncos, or 13 at the moment, and it pulls to within seven with point. points. Cunningham gets a high snap. Kick is. Holder did a nice job of putting it They're
2: not been pretty tonight, but they keep being effective. They
1: get them through there some way. 38 25 and breaking the action here. It'll be Ironman football when we return right after this timeout.
13: Do you remember being a kid and waking to the smell of bacon frying on the stove? Or the smell of fresh steaks on the grill? Those days are not over. Dave's Custom Butchering in Wellston brings back those childhood memories with some of the best fresh meats available for your family. Smoked bacon, homemade brats, fresh ground beef, and unbelievable steaks are waiting for you at Dave's Custom Butchering. Dave's Custom Butchering, West Broadway Street in Wellston. Call ahead and we'll have your order ready. 740-384-2340.
6: Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today, Ricer Equipment of Lucasville on US 23, or find them in Jackson at 486 Burlington Road for a demo. Also visit them online at ricerequipment.com or find them on Facebook today. Well,
1: it's 35, 28, Jackson... Leave, but only by seven with the broncos capitalized on their opening drive of this second half
5: seven plays 65 yards isaiah smith on the five-yard run he has the distinction now of a, a run through a touchdown a pass through a touchdown and a reception for a touchdown i bet you could see what that flag was dobby i'm sitting right
1: on the 40-yard line i could see the uh
2: somebody was about three yards offside
1: <laughs> right yeah before the...
2: before the kick
1: so that will back the Broncos up five yards.
2: You know, some amazing plays in that drive to keep it alive. I mean, and I am, once again, how much have we said to Sutton, so impressed with this junior quarterback.
5: They've had some, uh, some of their big plays on possession downs too. Yes. Where it, it looks like the play is going to go the Ironman's way, but somehow they are able to execute
1: Let's see what Cunningham can do as he will not kick from his 35 yard line. Looks like he's almost offside again. There's a high snap as they kind of squib kick right down the center field. And it's Charlie Woodard with the football, and he returns it out to the 35 yard line. Well, Just a good job of re- re-ca- re- catching that ball, and, because it took a real high hop. And then, uh, yeah,
2: that was a good squib. Yeah, Charlie really, gets it to the 35, and our offense needs to put an answer together as we've let uh, Broncos score 14 straight points to get right back in this contest. Felt kind of good around 35-14. Maybe Jackson did, too. Now we kind of kind of ramp it up again a little bit.
1: That's to makes the huddle work out of the eye. Roman and Cadwolf are pulling the eye and movement. Up.
2: We have movement in there. Not the start we wanted this third quarter. Now there's a secondary player is doing push-ups, but I don't know why because they're marching five off against the Ironman. I uh, want to stay loose. Okay, okay, you always have an answer.
1: Thirty-yard line. Now it's first and fifteen for the Ironman. Goes over Kingston. Made some big plays and then, he yes. ball moving towards the Ironman goal line and scored on an 80 yard drive. Here's a deep handoff to Cade Wolfer. He's got another down the 50. Goodbye the 40. Can anybody catch him? No, they can't. It'll be Cade Wolfer to the house from the 30 yard line. Let's call 70 yards. No penalties, and the Ironman right back on the board.
2: Andrew Urban on a trap block, got a good block there. Cade hit it off tackle, then cut to the outside. Caden Condon on that side. Ryan Taylor, the Ironman does a great job of blocking, him. boy, Cade, when he turns the corner, you don't want to say he's going to go too quick, but you know what? He's going to
1: go too quick.
2: You don't even get to angle him
1: off have an injured player for the Broncos down around the 30-yard line right at the line of scrimmage, but it gives each team a chance to catch their breath here, but uh, Cade Wolford 70 yards? Beat?
5: 70 yards and he just went over the 200-yard mark for the game. 14 carries, 217 yards, and now four touchdowns. Pretty yeah. good
2: average for Perry. Right? Oh my gosh, just three weeks in a row he's been over 100 yards. and he, You know, the first week against Logan didn't need to carry it a whole lot of times. It was kind of equal term, times in carrying it, but Kate has been the workhorse since then, and wow, he is showing uh, how special of a football player
1: he really is. Isaiah Snow, the nose guard, is the injured player, but now he gets up and...
2: Uh, he needs some assistance to the sideline, doesn't he? I don't know if that's a cramp or not, but gingerly heading to their sideline. Okay. Well, the Ironman did answer... Bronco drive. The lead is back to 13. We'll try to make it 14 here in a Another
1: moment. It's the game. Uh, once these two teams kind of figured each other out in the second quarter, it's been...
2: Can't afford not to score on most of your no, possessions. You're, you're
1: feeling like if you punt,
2: you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> or turn it over or make a mistake and not score.
1: Now we're ready for the extra point. Grab, crease, kick, right down the middle, third, make it 42 to 28, back to a 14-point margin, a break in the action once again, and we'll be back with more Jackson Airman football after this timeout.
18: A bank is not just for loans. We provide all kinds of financial services. Innovative, state-of-the-art online and mobile banking technology, business banking, Checking, savings, and investing. We can provide loans at some of the lowest rates possible. Stop buy or give us a
3: call. We're an equal housing lender. Ohio Valley Bank. Community first. Member FDIC.
21: At Belicio Foods, commitment to the community is at the core of our company. We've been feeding people for over 25 years, and that means we've also employed folks from right here within the community. So we're proud to give a little something back. Donating to local charities and helping local organizations, we are helping to make the community closer and stronger. Belicio Foods, we're your neighbors, we're your friends. We are part of the
1: community and always will be. Smith back deep to return Ethan Crabtree's kickoff. If it doesn't go into the end zone, it will be bounced at the three-yard line to go into the end zone for the touchback.
2: Well, another
1: quick hitting drive for our
2: Ironman, Pete. They even overcame a penalty.
5: One play, 70 yards. Cade Wolford takes the ball off the right side, cuts it to the sideline. You could see that he had a little bit of room. Some guys may have thought they had the angle, but Cade was too fast. He turned on the extra gear there and goes 70 yards for a touchdown. He is now at 217 yards on 14 carries. That is a career high, I'm sure.
1: If the airman defense can stop this. uh...
2: In hockey, the hat trick is three touchdowns, which Cade has had two weeks in a row. What's four? Anybody know? I have to come up with a, a name for that. How
1: about you're having a good game? How
2: about just four <laughs> touchdowns?
1: All right, quarterback will keep it. He's going to run as he takes the snap from the shotgun that picks up about six yards up to the 36 or 37-yard line.
2: Hunter sights in there to an inside linebacker gets a piece of that tackle. Also seeing Caden Snyder on there for the Ironman as a nose guard. Ironman getting some bodies in and out on defense, chasing this quarterback down.
1: have on a staggered count by the quarterback, jump into the neutral zone, and that should give them another first down. That's a quick first down. 70 points
2: scored in this one already.
1: It keeps the driver moving there.
2: 8.27 to go in the third quarter. Yes,
1: we are in the third quarter. 42.30. 30.
2: What are the chances we're going to see 100 points tonight?
1: What's the over/under on this
2: one? I forget, but I sure hope I bet the over.
1: All right. Big rush by the Ironman. Plenty of time, though. Is, and the reception is made by Powell in the flat to the right side. And he's out near the 40-yard line. it will be a good gain.
2: Runners run out deep, and they bring pressure to after him. He stands in the pocket, and then the kind of the back just slips out there to the flats, and there was a lot of room.
1: Second and short for the Broncos. And the handoff is going to be brought down nice for a play. loss on the play. That was Mike Baker coming in. No, Hunter Sight. Uh, Hunter sight. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nice Hunter. job there by the
2: senior, who's had obviously a good game at his center position. Now getting a few snaps at his inside linebacker.
1: Absolutely great play. Third and four.
2: With those rushing stats, offensive line obviously having a good night tonight
1: here to the near side of the field for the Broncos from their own 38-yard line. And a quick hitter right up the middle to fumbles the football, picked up by the Ironmen. They're going to rule it incomplete.
2: Ironman hit him hard. Ball was on the turf. I think it was, oh, who ended up with that one? I'll tell you here in a second, Tucker Williams recovered the loose ball, but it is going to be called incomplete.
1: And i will bring up a fourth down, and the Broncos will play for it at their own 39-yard line. Got the call here. Got a Ooh. yard on the... Uh,
2: Maybe try to draw us off. Fourth down and four. They're on their own side of the field, 38-9-yard line. I will we have great field position if... They can't convert this.
1: And there's the quarterback keeper. Penalty there's right penalty. in, and he got the first down. But remember, lots of flags right at the snap, and it will be illegal
2: a- motion. Yeah, it might be a little easier decision now, making it a nine yards they're going to need. They did have first down yardage on the quarterback keep.
1: And they picked up yardage out near the 44. Mm send them back the line of scrimmage now at the isaiah smith did push-ups on that one he must have been in motion 34 yard line is going to be fourth down and eight and the punting unit or punting formation now
2: well the is it
1: Don't see they're the still getting
2: there. the call in from the sideline quarterback still in there in the shotgun formation this is beyond gutsy. I know in years past with Drew, they didn't like to ever punt. They played four downs, but fourth
1: and eight. And back to pass. Looking over the middle, the ball will be caught. And he has it right at the first down stake.
2: Wow. Good, he got it by about a yard. Isaiah Smith went high up in the air to catch that one right over the middle. Needed, what, eight? And they got eight, maybe eight and a foot. Wow, what, a, what execution oh. to keep this drive alive.
1: 6.50 now, third quarter, running clock, Jackson, 42-28.
2: Thompson, Baker, and Oyer, all the front three now come in the, for the Ironman defense.
1: And Baker looking down the middle, Smith in the ball. Cade Wolverton went for the interception and then into the hands of Isaiah Smith, and he's down doing push-ups as he's... I think Kate
2: thought he had a shot at it, and it kind of just went almost. It wasn't through his hands, maybe just over him, and he blocked the vision of Smith, who had a chance to catch it. He doesn't catch it.
1: A long, incomplete pass. Quickly, the Broncos back to the line of scrimmage. Second and 10 from their own
7: 43.
1: And quarterback will keep. He's got some room. He crosses midfield and into Ironman territory at the 48-yard line.
2: Nolan Johnson brings him down, but you're right. Just a quarterback draw on there. and Certainly picks up big yards. Third and two. They do cross the midfield line. Mark at the 49. Clock
1: down to 6-10 remaining third quarter. Trips here to the near side of the field as Dotton looking over the middle, looking, throwing it upfield and incomplete. They're going to say the ball was tipped, that, therefore no interference.
2: Absolutely. Good call on that, Doc.
1: Jaden Parker, the intended receiver. Ball is incomplete. And that will bring up
2: A. Roman down. basically leaped over the receiver. You would have maybe thought interference, but it was a tipped ball, so he was aggressively going after it. Fourth and two, another fourth down play.
1: At the 49-yard line of Jackson. They'll play for it. Why not? If they're going to
2: play at fourth and eight, they're certainly playing at fourth and two.
1: And they get the Ironman to jump, and that will give them a first down.
2: Good job by the quarterback, Cadence Wise. Second time, I think they've gotten the Ironman to jump to allow a first down.
1: That moves the change down to the 43-yard line in Ironman territory. Sutton looks to the right. Pass is going to be caught by Smith. No, that's uh, not Smith. That's number 17, Braden Harmon. His second reception of the night. Great timing
2: pattern there. An out cut through it just perfectly right before he goes out of bounds.
1: Pick up of nine. It's second and one. They are methodically working the way down the field, taking a couple of, few, a couple of gambles on fourth down, but just, they have paid off. Here's the quarterback keeper, going around the end. He's got the first down, and he'll go inside the thirty to the or thirty-five. What about the thirty-one yard line?
2: I think Coach Hall, plus a couple of the airmen thinking the Ironmen are getting held some, off by the offensive line, but we have not seen a call like that yet. He's able to run, get it to the outside, and gets another first down. Another methodical, pretty impressive drive by these Broncos. Sutton
5: now 43 yards on 14 carries. He's accumulating a little bit of yardage on. his scrambles and he draws. First and ten. There's... Great drop back, and now
1: he's forced out of the pocket. The Ironman had hands on him in the backfield and couldn't bring him down. Sutton able to get the pass complete over around the 22-yard line. I'm telling you, folks, this young
2: man's playing a heck of a football game. Pressure all around him. Hit him as he throws. Throws a perfect pass for a nice gain. It'll
1: be a gain Now Where are they going to spot it?
2: On date. It, must, it be must have been incomplete. Yeah, it, it, I think receiver might have been out of bounds on that right. far side over
1: there. Second and ten. And Boy, they're coming with pressure. And looks like some holding back there as I the think maybe going to get called. The quarterback takes off and runs, tackled by Wiley and Jones. At the 25 yard line, but this one, folks, is coming back. It was a holding on I, the Broncos. I, I
2: really think the Jackson sideline was working for that call. There had they felt they've been held a number of times in tonight's contest. When they finally got one there, they
1: that one's out in the plane, It was, it was pretty out in. there, yeah.
2: I think the one before you could pretty much see. I throw a name out. Ryan Taylor looked like he was held pretty soundly. The play before that. So, he moves the ball back. It's Snyder at the nose. Now. Taylor at one tackle.
1: Jeb Thompson at the other tackle.
7: Okay.
1: And that Play action. Hands up. <laughs> It's complete to Powell, who jumps high in the air to bring it down. He works his way down to about the 30, 32 yard line, picks up the penalty yard. These are a good portion of it.
2: Eli Berman on the tackle, but you're right. Now it's a little more doable, third and 11. And they're gonna play two plays.
1: Now the line of scrimmage with an empty backfield. Regan Sutton, looking at the sideline for the play. Clock on the move, four minutes and 30 seconds to go, third quarter. Jackson leads at the moment, 42-28. There's a pitch out there, right flat. It is it is caught, and I think that was Harmon once again making the he was on the far side of the field. Didn't get the first down, but he picks up nice yardage.
2: Well, he's very close. close, fourth and one. Picks up about ten, and... They keep this drive alive. They're trying to convert a, what was it, second and 20?
1: It And Sutton stands alone in the backfield. And a whistle on the field.
2: Time out, I think, by the Broncos.
1: They have taken a timeout. We'll do the same with 345 remaining in the third quarter. Jackson Iron football will continue on Mix 96. I think.
0: Fire up some freshness
23: with new authentic chorizo at Hothead Burritos. Elevate the flavor with the bold taste of chorizo bowls, burritos, tacos, and more. It's chorizo customized your way with countless combinations. Go mild with just a bit of heat or go wild and give it all you got with jalapenos, banana peppers, and your choice of 12 different signature sauces. Hothead Burritos has more choices than the other guys, and now you have real authentic chorizo to spice it up even more. Hothead Burritos. How do you hothead?
0: Your the to Jackson High School Sports on Mix 96 FM.
1: Stay with us, folks. 28 for the Broncos right now, 42 for the Ironmen. Don't be in a hurry. This one's taking a while. 3-45 to go third quarter. It'll be fourth and one. And what's new? They'll go for it. But this one's deep in the Ironmen territory.
2: Right. This one's a no-brainer. But they just almost have taken the philosophy of there's no punting. They're just going to play four downs if they need them. And once again, they need it, but they only need one yard with it. Let's see if the Ironman can make a play here defensively. Get this team off the field.
1: I'm a possession has surely been in the defense of the Broncos. And the defense has been on the field quite a bit. Here's the quarterback keeper diving for the first down. Takes the snap and decides which one. Watches his blockers and then falls forward. For the first
2: down. Yep, yeah, I think Nolan Johnson tripped him up, but not until he dives forward. Inside the red zone. Marcus flip to 17. First down for the Broncos again. Boy, they're eating up a lot of time. 3.28 in this third quarter after there were two quick scores.
1: And this time, looking left, has pressure from the pressure. back. Pressure. He will go nice. down. Loss on the play. Back to the 24-yard line.
2: Ryan Taylor gets him wrapped up first. A lot of pressure coming. AJ Graham coming from the backside. Taylor brings him down. Big play there by the junior defensive tackle.
1: Spot the ball at the 20, 23-yard line. Loss on the play. Of about six. Now Sutton, and strips out wide to the right side, Isaiah Smith, the wide out here on the left side. And quick fake, oh. and then the catch by Oliver, and he goes high to bring it down, hit immediately. Away, had to go yard higher. Line. We
2: had good pressure on him. Almost had the ball deflected, but he gets it to his receiver. Keeps this drive alive. Third and what, nine?
1: And the ball at the 16-yard line. That'll be third down, second down. You know, third down third and down. eight. Let's call it eight. Empty backfield for Sutton. Quickly looking out on the left, and it's caught. Inside the 10, but a tackle immediately made by the Ironman. Nolan Johnson tackled. He's
2: right there, but they're going to be about a yard short. Another fourth and one. Do you think the quarterback will keep it?
1: That's a good chance.
2: Pretty good chance, isn't it? And boy, he just has had such a feel for where to go and the feel of pressure coming. Keeping these Broncos in the contest, the Ironman with a 14-point lead, but... Broncos trying to score for their third straight possession.
1: Now back to Sutton. Sutton starts left. Hit, hit around. And still fighting for some yards. He'll have the first down.
2: Yeah, he falls
1: inside the five. Marking and probably about the four. Pop's stopped momentarily. It was 118 to go in the third quarter. But it'll be first down and goal for the Broncos at the Ironman four-yard line. And we have an injured Ironman on the field
2: immediately chasing crawford dr ellen's out there checking him out
1: time has stopped for the injured ironman with 118 to go and when we uh, resume play it'll be first down and goal at the uh, for the broncos at the Ironman four-yard line
2: Bronco's trying to score on a third. It's just third straight possession, isn't it? Remember the last
1: one of the second quarter? Long drive. The, this will be the second 80-yard drive going around. Yeah. Driving around. Which
2: is not easy to do in high school football. Unless, you know, unless you don't break something really long. They have been fighting through four down situations. I think they've overcome what it, three
5: of those in this drive. Sutton now 20 out of 36, if you're wondering, to 230 yards. Not a lot of big yardage pass plays, but uh, they're adding up. He's very accurate throwing the football.
2: Give him credit on that.
1: Looks like it may be a cramp. The player for the Ironman is Drew Wiley. He wears number 42, but they're working on his leg like it's...
2: Treating it like Drew has played such a good game tonight. Has the touchdown catch. A lot of good blocking in there. A lot of defensive stops captain. We don't want him hurt.
1: Still one eighteen to go in this third quarter.
2: Another marathon game. We had a long one with Ironton, didn't we? It started late and finished late, yes. This was just a game that got started properly and is a long contest. A lot of passes.
1: good to see Drew is up. Uh, those guys are going to help him off the field because that leg is really tightened up. And,
2: uh, it's like uh, here on the sideline, we got Hunter Sights and Bodie Wolford practicing the snap as if the Ironman might show a shotgun formation when they get the ball back, if they can get it back from this Bronco team. Wait, the ball, there was a penalty? and they've moved the ball all the way out to the 17. We were looking at the injury, but they had a first down at the four. Now it's first, it's fourth and 10 from all the way out to 17, we didn't even see the penalty flag. I didn't
1: see a flag. Empty backfield for Sutton, And on fourth and 10, he looks, looks, has time, still looking, looking, dumps it off into the end zone, touchdown! Wide open. Bot Matthew Osborne, here. the tight end, was wide open on the left side of the end zone. Sutton danced, danced, dance, looked
2: like he was going to run, stops right before the line of scrimmage and finds Osborne wide open in the corner of the end zone. Another outstanding play by this junior quarterback.
1: Exactly one minute remains in this third quarter, and we're an extra point away from being a seven-point game Three again.
2: straight possessions result in touchdowns by these Broncos.
1: I think I am on to attempt the extra point. This that was low. No good. It was low, and that caused the kick to go wide and low left or low right. And a break in action with one minute to go in the third quarter. It's 42 to 34, and we'll be back right after this.
23: Happy fall and happy Happy football football season. season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. Give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team.
24: Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving the community since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451 McCarty Lane.
1: Great food,
10: great friends.
1: Great fun. New kicker for the Broncos, Alex Weber, number 21, will be kicking off. And he... Kicks this one low and down to good the right catch. side. taking at the 25-yard line. And with some running room, it's Lurman. He's out to the 40. Good stiff arm. And 50 still in crossing midfield. And tackled at the Bronco 46-yard line.
2: Line drive kick. Eli caught in the air, and that gave him an advantage. And, boy, cuts up the middle, cuts to the outside in front of Western Brown stands, and a good stiff arm gets him across midfield.
5: Western Brown, they're a passing team, but listen to this drive. 16 plays, 80 yards to the touchdown. Uh, 12, and it was on fourth down, the touchdown to uh, Osborne from uh, Brady Sutton. Extra point, though, fails. that could be big. Ironman now lead 42-34 with a little under a minute to go here in the third quarter. And
1: the line of scrimmage is the Bronco 47. And handoff over the right side. And- Close to the 41-yard
7: line.
1: I think it was Brogerman with the that, that carry. That Eli, I couldn't tell. Him. Eli, it looked like, with the carry right up picks the middle. Up, picks up nearly six yards. It is six-yard gain, so it's second and four at the 41-yard line. Herman I have to keep scoring.
2: There's no doubt about that.
1: Uh, this is scored, but they have not been on the field much this half. And there's a handoff to Cable for the carrier. And he will not get the first down. It's a pickup of only one. it will bring up a third down. And three.
2: Paul marked right on the 40-yard line of the Broncos. And that's the end of three quarters.
1: We'll be back with more Jackson Army football right after this timeout.
6: Midway Quick Mart of Jackson is a proud sponsor of Jackson Ironman football and your stop whether you need to call a quick timeout or draw up a play for great food. Midway Quick Mart has you and your team covered all season long. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner and snag one of their all-star menu items including pizza, subs, sandwiches, and more. With cheap gas, quick snacks, and great food, Midway is an easy call for you and your team. Call in orders ahead at 740-288-7777 or stop in today at the corner of Huron and Burlington in Jackson. Go Ironmen!
14: Brian Moore Construction specializes in turnkey construction, room additions, kitchen and bathroom remodels, as well as residential and commercial roofing. They also do silicone and acrylic roof coverings. Brian Moore Construction delivers quality craftsmanship on time, on budget, and according to specifications. Choose Brian Moore Construction for your next build, remodel, or roofing project. Call today for a free estimate. 740-418-6140.
1: Welcome back to Jackson Ironman Football. Dan Thomas, Pete Wilson, Dan Morrow, and we're ready for the open of the fourth quarter. The Airman with the ball and leading by eight. Here's a rollout by Bodie. And Bodie Whoa. stood behind the receiver. That was Kate, I believe. Had a chance, got one hand on it.
2: Actually, I think it was Nolan Johnson. You're right. Open out there in the flats and a nice job. Good play action faked by Bodie and just throws it a little behind
1: him, couldn't quite make the connection. We got to go for it here. Can't afford to give the ball back to Western Brown. No,
2: you certainly don't want to do that. We need three yards. Fourth and three on the Broncos
1: 40 yard line. All right, high formation for the airman. Groverman and Wolford with the hit ball in the eye. And handoff to Kate. Kate has the first down as he hits the 35 yard line.
2: Good trap block there by Ryan Taylor running right behind the right side. The uh, Jeff Thompson, I think, is in that side on the with a guard play, and Caden Condon. Ironman got five yards when they, they desperately needed three in that
1: snap. All right, that's a new set of downs for the Ironman. The Boston Broncos 35-yard line, the Ironman lead by eight. We are just underway in this fourth quarter. Becker Williams in at a wide out. He comes wide to the left. And the pitch that way. The K K trying to get the corner and caught from behind making the tackle is Matthew Christian Christian Matthew and uh, it will be about a two yard gain. Is there a penalty? No,
2: I don't think so. Under right. Urban reports in he'll be at the left guard position. He'll line up right next to Jacob Allen.
1: New line of scrimmage the 32 yard line of the Western Brown. High formation, three hands off to Kay. straight up the middle, Cade falls down near the 26-yard line, so it picks up about four yards, and that'll bring up a third down and short for Jackson.
2: Need to score, and we need to keep using a little clock.
1: Clock is running at 10:28 28 remaining in this game as Bodie Wolf, 42-34.
2: Wow.
1: He gets the play from Coach Hall. Now the backs are split. Body under center. The handoff to Eli. Got He's got some room. He's 20, 15, Go. 10, 5. Stays on his feet. Fighting, fighting. And going to be out of bounds. They're tackled around. Yeah, it looks like the two-yard line.
2: Beautiful job there running behind the left side of that line. That's Xander Irvin, Jacob Allen. I think over on that side was also Gavin Jones, and a nice hold there for Eli Berman, and he ran hard like he always does all the way down. First and goal, and they'll mark it, maybe the three, in, just in about the length of the football inside the three-yard line. All right, the arm and break the huddle.
1: Axel split. Cody Wolford under center, hand off to Broerman. He trips as he goes over the left side. Did not get in. It'll bring up second and goal.
7: Sure he got
1: he spotted the ball here. Looks like he picked up about a half a yard. The ball rests just inside the two. Got
2: hit low right as he. Got the football and dove forward and did get back to the line of scrimmage, gained a little.
1: And the handoff, left side, and did he get in? Yes, touchdown, Jackson. Eli Burman with the score. Took the ball handed over, over, running over that left side, and the Ironman attack on fifth more.
2: Lead is 14, and all in point, and extra point here to get it to 15. Still 9:24 to go. We got a lot of football left. We've crossed the 80-point barrier for total
1: points tonight.
7: Snap
1: kick. Crabtree is perfect and nice from the extra point. And another break in the action. 48-34, Jackson with the lead. And we'll be back with more Ironman football after this time
18: Celebrating nearly 100 years as a local law firm, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon & Clagg is a full-service regional law firm serving Southeast Ohio and West Virginia. With four attorneys, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon & Clagg has vast experience in personal injury, business law, bankruptcy, family law, divorces and custody disputes, real estate, probate and estate planning, and more. Call them today at 740-384-2111 or visit them online at www.ohlaw.com.
14: Looking to add a touch of Jackson County to your home or wardrobe? Head over to Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, your local boutique haven for all things trendy and unique. Look for our mint green door located at 203 Broadway Street, Suite B, in the heart of Jackson. Malloway Designs is the perfect destination for people seeking one-of-a-kind pieces. Open Wednesday through Saturday, Malloway is stocked with hometown apparel and locally crafted goods, specializing in custom tees for all ages. Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, let them be the light. 9.24
1: to go in the game. Jackson up by 14. And here's Ethan Crabtree's kickoff. And it will be taken inside the five at the two on the far side of the field and it's smith smith returns it up the center of the field he's got a little daylight still on his feet and can one can they uh, run him out of bounds yes they can't but not until he's in ironman territory thank you
2: eli davis did a good job of playing that safety position on the kickoff team because smith gets to the outside of coverage takes it right up the sideline in front of western brown's bench and moves it across midfield, and Eli Davis
5: knocks him out of bounds, or it would have been six. Fifty-yard return there by, um, by uh, Isaiah Smith as he shows uh, his real versatility here.
1: All right, first and ten at the airman, 42-yard line. Sutton has an empty backfield. And drops three steps back to pass. Throws out in the flat to the left. Is it trapped or caught by Smith? They're going to give him the catch. Beautiful
2: throw, beautiful catch.
1: Isaiah Smith with a nine-yard reception, tacking on to his number. Runs off the coverage, comes back. The throw is where it has
2: to be, low and outside. He dives for it, makes the catch. Second and less than a yard.
1: Low snap, and quarterback keeps it. It's Sutton. And he'll pick up the first down for the Broncos. Ironman defense has been on the field quite oh, a bit uh,
2: And they've had to chase and chase and chase, and they've used a lot of bodies. That time, Hunter sights getting more snaps at that inside linebacker position. He and Xander Irvin now. Hunter's the one that hits him low and brings him down, but not until they move the chains again. How many first downs for them tonight? 18 now.
1: Wow. Oh, well, be spotted at the... 27-yard line of Jackson. There's Sutton back, looking, looking left, and throwing it out there, and it's broken up inside the 5-yard line. The flags tenders.
2: come flying everywhere. I think it's going to be interference against the Ironmen. We'll see. They put it up in the air. Let Elijah Smith, who is a truly outstanding receiver, with one-on-one coverage out there. We'll see what they call. Multiple officials through
1: flags. This pass interference against the airmen. It's
5: going to be half the distance because the ball's at the 27, so it's going to end up either around the 13 or the 12. It should, anyway.
2: Boy, you you are right on top of it, Pete Wilson.
1: All right, first down. The Broncos.
2: 13-yard line. Three weeks in a row we have seen a tremendous receiver.
1: What are his stats, Pete? Um, I'll have to count them up there. Quarterback stumbles as he takes off and runs. He... Actually, goes down around the 10-yard line, but he picked up about three and a half yards on that stumble.
2: Absolutely.
1: Eight minutes now remaining in the game when the Ironmen currently lead by 15, 49, 34.
2: Snyder, Thompson in there, and Delaney, the three in the front now. Keep rotating those positions.
1: Three wide to the right, two to the left. Sutton takes it, looking. Look, will take off and run. He works away inside the 10-yard line. It
7: looks.
1: Eli Broderman gets the tackle, but not until he gets
7: inside the five. Like inside have,
2: the five yeah. Mark at the three. Maybe a first, and, first goal. and
1: goal.
2: Chains don't move on that one, just the
1: a down marker. marker. First and goal from the three-yard line. Sutton will run it. And they will be bottled up around the two that he's been falling for. He's and into the end Give him a
2: touchdown. That's good effort by that young man. He was hit hard about the one, but he kind of just used his strength to push the pile enough to get into the end zone. And as we've said most of the night, Western Brown has answered the Ironman touchdown with one of their own.
1: Makes it a nine-point game, and what will they do?
5: They'll probably go for two. They're going to need it sometime.
1: Seven minutes and 20 seconds. If they do, this will be
5: really critical on the, on whether they get it or not. It
2: is very critical because if they don't, they're going to talk it over with a timeout. If they don't, they're two scores down. You
5: know, we will so take timeout. So you pick and
2: stay within one
1: score. Absolutely, yeah. We'll be back with this uh, all-important two-point conversion right after this timeout.
20: Good people bring good people. At Buckeye
23: Construction and Restoration, it's the foundation of our projects and our company. What started in a garage with two people and a dream now employs over 100 with offices locally in Wellston, Waterford, and Cincinnati. BCR offers competitive salaries, professional development opportunities, and an employee referral bonus program. Join one of the fastest-growing companies in the Midwest by calling 833-775-1595 or visit bcrmco.com to apply. BCR,
0: preserving our history with the hands of trashy. Listening to the Jackson Ironman on Mix 96 FM.
1: 49 40 as Western Brown scores once again. And now they're going to line up for the two point conversion to bring this game back into it within a seven point range. Their last extra point attempt was mixed on the kick. Number six, Brady Sutton. Stands between two running backs.
7: Whiteouts to both sides.
1: Going for the two-point conversion. And the hands back to Smith. Smith looking to pass, looking left, and he was in trouble. Throws it upfield. It is caught, and he gets into the end zone for the conversion. Oh, the Irvin had him
2: wrapped up. Just going to say, what a big play by A.J. Graham, who grabs him up and throws him down. He throws it up in the air in the corner of the
1: end zone, and they go
2: up high and make the catch.
1: Making it 42-49. to 49. Jackson with the seven-point lead. We have seven minutes to 20 seconds remaining in this
5: one didn't see who caught it but isaiah smith that's his second scoring pass of the night that's amazing that young man his stats
2: receiving and now throwing uh, mr sutton and mr smith are the real deal
1: 91 points already this evening we have seven minutes and 20 seconds to go in this uh, contest
2: Never have went to overtime with these two teams. I don't know like- as close as it's been. Boy, there was. I remember a couple years ago there was one I thought might go down here to overtime. It didn't. This Western Brown team beat us twice in 2021. Each time by I think six points, and one was in the regular season, one in the playoffs.
1: Drew Novak's uh, junior year. And then last year, Aaron returned the favor at Alumni Stadium. But now it's 42-49. Jackson with the lead and the football and then after the kickoff.
2: You know, they got nine people up close in case Western Brown. You never know one try and one trying on side kick. They don't. Uh-huh. A squib again.
1: The line drive down the field, and the airmen need to pick that up. That's taken at the 10-yard line. As Cade Wolfer comes up the right side. Of, he's gonna go! Oh! oh nine, my 50, 40, gaining ground, 20, 10, 15 it up at
2: the 10-yard line. He let the coverage come down, just trying to find a little team, and Kate did. He ran to his left, cut back to his right, and then split two tacklers and used that blazing speed to outrun the coverage. Wow. 55-42. Don't go away. No. Stay I think running. I'd hang around for seven minutes and six seconds. didn't know it might take 60 to win this thing.
1: It'd take more than that the way these two teams are scored. Raptory's extra point. It's good. 56-42, 56-42, the airman's back by 14, 7.06 to go. We'll be back
15: after this timeout. Iron City Implement at the corner of Broadway and Water Streets in Jackson is your one-stop spot for keeping your life on track and moving. Whether it's home or commercial, Iron City Implement has you covered with quality Napa brand auto parts and more. They have all the tools to make that job easier and done right. Milwaukee Power Tools, Gas powered Generators, Tools and parts and products you may have never even thought you needed. Need a special part you just can't seem to find anywhere else? There's a good chance that you'll find it at Iron City Implement. Hello, Osborne Equipment Service. I need to order a pizza.
10: We don't have any pizza. Can I get a
16: cheeseburger? We
10: don't have any food. I think you might have the wrong number.
16: You always say you have something for everyone.
10: We do with parts and service for trucks, trailers, buses, and RVs. And we're family-owned and operated. We don't do food, but I've got a truck, so I can go pick up a pizza if you want.
16: While you're at it, my mom wants a salad.
10: Your diesel specialist since 1979. Osborne Equipment Service in Jackson, Ohio. Call 800-937-3501. Jackson
1: will kick off after the touchdown by Cade Wolford as uh, the airman lead it now 56-42. See if Kate or Ethan can kick this one in the end zone for the touchback.
2: Got a good stat for you after this kickoff. Okay. Oh, uh, it's going
1: nice kick, and it will go. Deep. Several yards deep into the end zone. Listen
2: to this. We talked about it in the pregame show with Coach Hall. The seven games previous between these two teams, the average score is 44 to 29. We've blown way past wow. that tonight. There, we're up in the up in the ante all the way across the board, 96 to 42. 98 points,
1: and we still have seven minutes and six seconds to beat. You want to
5: quickly recap that? Uh, 89-yard kickoff return officially there for Cade Wolford, and it looked like you know they might have the arm in trap deep inside the 20, but instead it turns into an 89-yard kickoff return. Cade now with a punt return and a kickoff return this year for touchdowns.
1: All right, let's see what Mr. Sutton can do. Trailing by 14. Empty backfield. He looks to his left, and the ball will be nearly picked off, and a penalty flag comes in. Ryan Simons and he's
2: pleading his case. He thinks it's offensive pass uh, interference. That was
1: what I thought.
2: Uh, he shoved Ryan off. Ryan almost made an interception, and they're going to call it against the Ironmen. And there's some Jackson fans not very happy with that call.
1: That moves the ball out to the 35-yard line, first and ten. Those Broncos.
2: Not all bad idea to throw it up in the air. Isaiah Smith, as good as he's been tonight, but looks like pretty good coverage.
1: Four out wide to the right. It will be in on the run, and he will be tackled at the 41-yard line. Looks like we may have had a hold in the backfield.
5: A.J. Graham wraps him up. It, it is a left. hold. It is a hold in the backfield. A lot right.
2: of help in there by Eli Browerman and the hold is going to back him up. Hadn't, although, you know, the few times they've done it, it hadn't stopped them. They <laughs> still find a way to make first down. Going to be a first and twenty, I think, or maybe more than that. Depends where the hole was. Looks like it's right at the line of scrimmage. They're calling it. All back to the twenty-five. First and twenty.
1: And the clock starts. No, it doesn't. Well, it there it is. Here. There it is. All right. The last uh, time, the uh, last play, the Broncos had four out wide to the right. This time, it's. Three to the right, two to the left, and empty backfield for Mr. Sutton as he looks left this time. And deep. He's got Smith out there and incomplete.
2: Gavin Jones stayed on Smith coming basically in motion and out of the backfield and he stayed right on top of him. Now officials are talking over. I don't see a flag. I
1: don't I don't see a flag either. I think the
2: Broncos fans wanted interference, but no flag came out. It's going to be pass interference called against the Ironman. I did not see a flag, but that's the call for the second time in this drive. Coach Hall wants a little bit of an explanation. Or no, it's a five-yard penalty. No, it was 15. It was 15 because it's first and 20. Now it's going to be first and five.
1: And the ball after the
2: 41. A couple of semi-tough calls on the Ironman defense here.
1: All right. 6.23 to go. It's first and five for the Broncos. quarterback keeper and Sutton across the 40, his own 45, tackled at the 47-yard line, but he did get enough for the first down to keep the chain moving.
2: Throw him in with the tackle. We've said that a lot of times tonight, but I tell you, this young man is tough as can be, the quarterback for the Broncos. He keeps him in the game.
1: Four out here to the near side of the field for the Broncos. Empty backfield. Smith is wide to the left. Who set it down's first and ten at their own 47-yard line. Quick hitter or a flat uh, pass, and it's complete. Eli Roman brings him down at the 49-yard line, crossing the midfield. Along
2: with Nolan Johnson. That's a short gain.
1: That's Lucas Powell with the reception. Four-yard gain. Second and six.
2: Crosses into Jackson territory, the forty-nine-yard line of the Ironman.
1: Knocked now down to five and a half to go. In the football game, Jackson leads by two touchdowns. Four out wide to the left side for the Broncos. A little pump and go. Now pass out in the flat. It's caught at the 47. And Isaiah Smith down the sideline. He will have the first down. And he gets out of bounds around the 40 yard line. That stops the clock at 5.06 remaining here in the fourth quarter. 56-42, Jackson's the lead.
2: That's just peeking over Pete's shoulder and trying to read his stat sheet, but it looks like 20 first downs for the Broncos tonight.
1: And there's something wanting to pass again, looking. Now it's flushed out of the pocket, being pressured. Those are the field. Was it caught? They do give him the catch. A, Unbelievable. At the 30-yard line, and that will be another first down. Rolling
2: to his left, tremendous pressure on him. Throws it up there right at the first down marker. Receiver dives for it, and there's a penalty. And we'll see where that comes a from. sportsman-like that's re-
5: conduct against somebody.
2: Probably going to go against Jackson, I would think. I don't know. They should be celebrating over there, so... Official heard something. And it's way after the play is over, folks. Threw that flag about 30 feet up in the air.
1: They're bringing it back. That's fourth and like.
2: Oh, it's against the Broncos, and why? What a costly penalty by them. That
1: will move it back out to the 40, 45-yard line.
2: Yep, they'll give them the first down at the 30. 15 yard penalty after the play brings it all the way out to the 45 it'll be first and 25 for the Broncos now they got to get down here to the 20yard line for a first down
1: but now just under five minutes remaining in the game
2: clock finally becoming a true enemy for them
1: now they're going going to make it first and 10
2: oh well that's a big difference. Some of the Jackson faithful thought it was after the play, as we stated. But it isn't first and ten.
1: Now the officials still trying to. The dead ball after the penalty should been should have been first and twenty
2: five. I Ah, uh, well. We got him full-time official here in Mr. Wilson,
5: but uh staying kind of quiet right now. Well, it, it was after the play. You know, the play went down to the 30-yard line. If that's a first down, it, then it would be first and 25. Coach Hall is discussing this with the official, and I think that's what he's thinking.
2: The official's shaking his head no, so it's going to be first and 10. Broncos ball right at the
1: 45-yard line of the Ironman. All right. 540, or 458 to go in the game. And with is Sutton, looking right over the middle, the crossing pattern is caught for the first down at the 31-yard line.
2: Interesting pattern, crossing back and forth, receivers going everywhere, and able to find his receiver right over the middle.
1: That was Braden Harmon with the reception. Picking up 14 yards and a first down. Fox will start. And quarterback keep it Sutton around the left end, picking and wiggling his way forward.
2: Nice job there by Gavin Jones to bring him down. Clock keeps running. Picks up about four. And yeah, her the 27 yard line. Broncos only have one timeout left. That's a bit of a factor right now as we're at the 411 mark
1: running clock. down by two touchdowns. Ironman showing blitz.
7: See
1: if they come with it. Now down to four, four minutes exactly takes the snap. He has pressure throwing it over the middle. It is caught by Smith for the first down at the 12 yard line. I won't put the pressure on Pete right now
2: but Smith's stats as a receiver are going to be unbelievable. That's enough to keep you involved in the post game show folks. (laughs) He's took two touchdowns and caught a bushel full of them.
1: First and 10 for the Broncos. Ironman 12 yard line. Only 3.35 remaining on a running clock, and they're down by two scores. Low snaps. Sutton pulls it down, takes off and runs, and now it looks like holding all over the place. And flags do come in at, as the ball is tackled at the eight-yard line. I think Caden
2: Snyder forced to hold that time, and that's going to march him back low snap, Sutton fielded it nicely, was going to pick up positive yards. The holding brings it back.
1: That stops the clock momentarily. 3:32 for
5: 3:22 remaining in the game. One of the changes in the rules this year I was told is that holding is not going to be a spot foul. It's going to be a 10-yard penalty from the line of scrimmage. Oh, so that's why that's why the ball ended up where it is some of the times in this game.
1: All right. First down, and looking to pass is Sutton, looking over the middle, and going into the touchdown. end zone, wide open to Smith for another touchdown.
2: Unbelievable, but once again, the offensive line gave Sutton time, pressure closing in on him, he waits as long as he can, and then hits Smith in stride on a, on a post pattern. We may have had a penalty.
1: Hold on, holding.
2: Oh, my gosh. Is that, do you see the flag? Looks like they're lining yeah, up for the extra line up Yeah. Nope. It was a touchdown for the Broncos. That and yes, we are over 100 points tonight, folks.
1: That score coming at 3:03 remaining in the game. Here's the extra point. Oh. It's bobbled, and the holder picks it up, and he's tackled immediately. So the extra point fails. The score remains 56-48. We'll be back with more Jackson Ironman football after this time
19: out. Keep your athlete in action with Holzer's Saturday morning sports injury clinics. Doctors Kelly Rausch and Charles Zurenberg offer Saturday morning clinics at Holzer Sycamore in gallup from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and the Holzer Clinic in Jackson from 9 a.m. to noon every Saturday during the fall sports season. Dr. Rausch and Dr. Z have the experience and team to keep your athlete in action. Holzer Sports Medicine, no appointment necessary. Walk-ins are welcome.
6: Faith and Fitness is a proud supporter of Ironman football and local athletics. The goal of Faith and Fitness is simple. Uplift your body and your spirit. Our classes are tailored for all fitness levels, whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting your fitness journey. The best part, you'll be surrounded by a community of like-minded people who are here to support you every step of the way. Faith and Fitness is more than a workout studio. It's a movement. Imagine the feeling of accomplishment as you finish a heart-pounding workout uplifted by words of inspiration that stay with you long after you leave the studio. Join us at Faith and Fitness. Look at Uptown in Jackson at 281 Main Street. Go Ironman!
1: Three minutes and three seconds. And all that remains in the, this game that the Broncos have come back within eight points again,
2: 56-48. I'm staying for the post game just to hear Pete Wilson's stats. Another
5: 80-yard drive, and they score once again on a possession down, fourth down from the 22-yard line. A nice pass to uh, I, to Isaiah Smith from. Uh, Brady Sutton, but then they uh, botched the extra point on a little bit of a low snap. The snapper is uh, tackled, and it's 56 to 48. Well, they do squib
1: it down the center of the field, and then the Ironman recover at the road's 40 yard and line.
5: Shortstop
2: Ryan Simetz fielded that ground ball
1: nicely. The Airman anticipating that onside or squib type kick, and that's what they got. Ball to 40,
2: good, good field position, 303 to go. Love to grind some time off the clock, force them to use that last timeout. Obviously, we better score again, though. There's 3.03 to go, but you don't want to give them the ball back and just
5: be up eight points. Exactly. Ball security important, of course.
1: Uh, formation, and a Ironman work out of the eye. Cade Wolford, little to no gain on that play.
2: Good tackle in there on Cade. Anytime they brought Cade down tonight, it's special because what a
1: night that young man has had. Over 200 yards.
7: A while ago, rushing. Well, that
1: time he picked up about a half a yard. It's second down and nine ball resting between the 40 and 41 yard line. and coach Hall
2: talking to a sophomore quarterback Bodie, this is the time to uh, start letting the clock run as long as you want between plays
1: now down to 220 and running
2: and coach Hall had to take a timeout it went just a little bit long
1: and the airman was a little confused on what on their formation so they do have to burn a timeout
5: last thing the Ironman wanted to do was have to take
2: stop the clock. Right, but they did run it down as far as they could have anyway, so it's 2.17 to go now.
1: It'll be second down and a long nine. I think
2: yeah, he remember. called the timeout. About one second left on the uh, clock. Saving a five-yard penalty.
1: mission to beat. Ball security is so extremely important right now. The Broncos, the Army, have yet to stop the Broncos in the second half.
2: One of Andy's stories in the pregame show was when they hugged each other last year, the two coaches. The coach from Western Brown says, we can't keep doing this. It's going to make old men out of us. I think the aging has kept going on this one. Boy, this has been a lot of work for the coaching staffs on both teams.
1: You know, the coaches always meet in the free game and shake hands. They, the two of them spent about 20 they, minutes They together. talked
2: a lot. Yeah, I think they respect each other.
1: There's a handoff the left side for the Ironman. Out to the 43-yard line goes Eli Burrow maybe got the 44. It'll be third down and six now.
2: Wow, and uh, well, Brown's going to let us burn time off here, so they're keeping their one timeout left. All just short of the 44-yard line. But still 20 seconds on the 35-second clock. The airmen can take their time coming to the line.
1: They need six yards to keep this one going. Look back formation. And quarterback keeper. It's Bode around that the new left side. Yes. He puts the first down, 50, puts his head down, 45. First down, Jackson. And he
2: wisely stays in bounds. Nice job by the sophomore quarterback. A little yes. play action in the backfield. Rolls to his left and finds the room he needed. That's
1: a heady play to go down before he goes out of bounds. Yeah, he could have run
2: out of bounds, and he did and took a hard tackle but stayed in bounds. That will start. Then the move clock. the chains, and the clock's running at 118.
1: New line of scrimmage is the Western Brown 44-yard line.
7: 65
1: seconds to go. Jackson in the I formation. Cade Wolfers the ball carrier. He sees some daylight. He's still advancing oh at the 35. Still advancing to the 25, and down to the 24-yard
2: line. Running right behind. I think it was uh, Jacob Allen Xander Irvin in there. Kate did a three sixty breaking through a tackle and kept his feet driving. clock is running. I think Western Brown's going to just about going to let this clock run out.
1: They still have the timeout. But they haven't set the change yet it's, typically it's uh, you stop the clock where you move the chain. Hawk is running.
2: 26 seconds, 25 seconds.
1: And the Ironmen go into a protection. They can
2: take a knee here Now make them take their time out if they Ironman want. They do
1: take a knee, and this one will be over. But, wow, what a game we've had here in Mount Orem, Ohio tonight as the Western Brown Broncos will fall to the Jackson Ironmen by 8,
2: 56-48. Excitement factor, a 10-plus. Wow. What a gutsy effort by the Broncos. The Ironmen, remember way back we held a 35-14 to 14 lead and we felt like we were controlling the game. Pretty and the Broncos would not quit. Now we kept scoring. We're going to hear statistics that are unbelievable on the postgame show and some Cade Woodward numbers are just outstanding. Now we're seeing Drew Wiley limping pretty severely. Remember, he was injured earlier in the fourth quarter and didn't come back. He was having an outstanding game. Ironman shaking hands at midfield now. We do get victory number three on the season. Three and one now are your Jackson Ironman. Hard-fought wins, each one by what, eight points in back-to-back weeks.
1: I thought... uh Drew Novak graduated last year, but she looked like him out there tonight. Hey, uh, Sutton's a player. Absolutely. He is a player. And Isaiah Smith
2: is truly an outstanding receiver. And We had Terry from Ironton, who was probably as good as anybody in southeast Ohio. We had Lattimore last week, had seven catches, 177 yards. And I think Terry dwarfed those kind of numbers. I know in the number of catches and scores and yardage. Wow.
1: All right. Fifty 56-48, The Jacklin Ironman go to three and one on the season. Hard to believe we're almost halfway there. It is
2: the it goes so quick.
1: And uh, the Western Brown Broncos, they do fall to one and three. Stay with us. We have lots to come in tonight's post game. We'll talk to Coach Andy Hall. Pete will give us that and we'll be back with the some awards the uh, Jackson and hosting continues
24: here on Mixed 96, Dakota's, Jackson's premier place for steak and ribs, has been proudly serving Dakota's the community so since 2004. Come out and join us for all your local favorites, like our one-of-a-kind onion loaf. Or treat yourself to one of our world-class hand-cut steaks. Enjoy the fall weather fireside on our amazing patio outdoor dining area. At Dakota's, your experience and safety are our number one priority. Here you're always treated like family. That's Dakota's Jackson at 451. McCarty Lane. Great food,
20: great friends, great fun.
22: When your vehicle or semi finds itself stuck on the road, call the rescue team at Angles Garage and Wrecker Service located at 10992 Chillicothe Pike in Jackson. They provide 23 and a half hours of damage-free towing and recovery service. Whether you need roadside service, a tow, or repairs, you can count on their team to get the job done. Angles Garage and Wrecker Service is also an authorized U-Haul dealer. Call Angles Garage and Wrecker Service at 577-3636. Let's hook up.
6: Come and get it! The Happenings Bistro is located at 1130 Pennsylvania Avenue in Wellston and prides itself on providing a wide variety of home-cooked dishes. They're open Monday through Saturday 11 to 8.30 and Sunday 11 to 7 for both dine-in and takeout. Stop by or call 740-855-4445 to find out what the daily special is today. That's 740-855-4445. The Happenings Bistro, providing comfort food
12: with local flair. calling all community champions. Jackson County Banking Center has a new account especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. Get rewards, discounts, and other benefits with community champions checking. School secretaries, hospital housekeeping, dispatchers, and nurses are a fraction of the people who deserve something extra for their dedication to others. Our community champions make the world better. Visit bcnbfamily.bank or your local branch to open today. Member FDIC
22: Let's go out and do something.
12: Something like what?
22: I don't know. Something fun. Something exciting. Something new. Something delish.
21: I know. Let's go bowling at Leela Lane's and eat pizza at Amore's Pizzeria.
22: Yeah, bowling is something fun and exciting.
21: Especially with something new at Leela Lane's.
22: Especially with new renovations underway at Leela Lane's.
21: Not to forget that Amore's Pizzeria is right inside of
18: Leela Lane's.
22: Let's go now.
18: Leo Lanes in Amore's Pizzeria.
22: Something great.
18: Celebrating nearly 100 years as a local law firm, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon & Clagg is a full-service regional law firm serving Southeast Ohio and West Virginia. With four attorneys, Oates, Heiser, Miller, Wagon & Clagg has vast experience in personal injury, business law, bankruptcy, family law, divorces and custody disputes, real estate, probate and estate planning, and more. Call them today at 740-384-2111 or visit them online at www.ohlaw.net.
0: Jackson Iron
18: men play here on Mix 96 FM.
1: We are back here at Western Brown High School. Dan Dobbins, Pete Wilson, Dan Morrow. Wow, what a game here at Mount Orem. Hey, how about the app?
2: 144 listeners out there, and I just got a text from uh, one of our sponsors, Sheward Folks Insurance, Dan Folks, on a business trip in San Antonio, listening, and he said he truly enjoyed the broadcast. Um, that's. That one, this one has been a special game. What a shootout. A basketball score. There are times when Coach Morrow, the way he coaches defense on the basketball team, they don't score this many points in
1: a game. No, they don't.
2: <laughs> on there.
1: You can listen anywhere in the world on the. You uh, certainly uh, can. Media app and, uh, boy, what a game tonight! 56 to 48. Just down to the last three minutes, you just said that who was going to win?
2: No, you, know, well, you we did not want to give them the football back down up eight. Um, you just they They had performed so many big plays throughout this contest to stay in the game. And they just did it time after time after time, and they stayed in the game. But you know what? When it all comes down to it, the Airmen pick up win number three on this season, three and one.
1: And they were able to get some time and, and, and get a couple first downs to seal yep. to the win for the Airmen. But you know that defense. Nice nice
2: run by Bodie Wolford to get that first down and basically clinch this one for Jackson on a third. And what was it? About five or six we needed. And we needed the first down, and he got it. And then the Ironman could, in essence, I think they had another good run by Cade. He had a few plays tonight that Pete will talk about. How about
1: plays? Let's talk about that. 70 plays for the Broncos tonight, 44 for Jackson.
2: I mean, our defense, we, we rotated a lot of kids in and out, but that's a lot of snaps on defense to have to be out there. And, uh, they just they just kept we kept their defense we kept them in front of us most of the time but they just kept converting big play after big play so give them credit I just told their loudspeaker man they're going to be okay they're they're kind of rebuilding but they've got this is a football team that you don't want to play you you can't replicate what they do out there teams just don't play five wide all the time so it's fun yeah. let's give some awards away let's
1: way. do that the Monroe collision hit of the game tonight.
2: Well, they had 70 plays, so we had some shots at them, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, some really players played hard. Uh, Hunter Sights in there, uh, Andy Graham, Drew Wiley, a lot of good hits in the game. Xander Irvin had some. He had a great block in there on a the trap block. Um, just players working their tail off out there. Nolan Johnson was everywhere. He, on defense, made a ton of plays, but the hit that I remember when we finally sacked him, we didn't get many sacks, and we pressured the quarterback Sutton, but we finally got a good hit in there, and that was Ryan Taylor, junior defensive tackle. Has a tremendous motor, plays hard all the time, and a lot on offense, a lot on defense, but he has our Monroe Collision Hit of the Week award winner tonight. Congratulations, Ryan. All right,
1: congratulations. Ryan Taylor, Monroe Collision, hit of the... Uh, hit collision of the game for week number four and now it's the uh, gillum insurance player of the game
2: well thank you gillum insurance you've done it for over a decade so we appreciate your backing and your support and you know cade won it last week you know we have simple rules you only win it once during the regular season cade has a game tonight that is for the ages and Pete can talk about that here in a few minutes during the statistics but how about some of the players, uh, Caden Condit Sr. on that right tackle position, any of the offensive linemen, Hunter Sites in there, Jacob Allen, they all played great. Xander Irvin, we mentioned his trap block in there, Ryan Taylor in there also. Offensive line, when we knew, we ran for a lot of yards tonight and that was a good thing to see. This is a line getting better each week, but our player of the game is going to be for a young man that not only blocked for the Ironman, he tackled for the Ironman and he caught a touchdown for the Ironman. And the sad thing is he was carted off late in the game with an injury and we certainly hope it's not serious, but, uh, our Gillum, insurance player of the game, goes to Drew Wiley. Captain, leader, played so hard tonight. Boy, he lines up in those double-type formations. Or you put him kind of in a, a wing and he leads block through, does a great job, kind of unsung kind of stuff, but it was sure it was neat to see him catch that touchdown tonight also. Yeah, he got
1: one of those. And
2: we really hope there's no serious injury for Drew. He's just a special senior, and we want to see him keep playing. But Gillum, insurance player of the game tonight, Drew Wiley. Congratulations as the airmen go to 3-1. and one. All
1: right. All right, we're going to take another timeout, we'll be back with more post gang activities right after this timeout.
21: At Belicio Foods, commitment to the community is at the core of our company. We've been feeding people for over 25 years. And that means we've also employed folks from right here within the community. So we're proud to give a little something back. Donating to local charities and helping local organizations, we are helping to make the community closer and stronger. Belicio Foods. We're your neighbors. We're your friends. We are part of the community and always will be.
13: The same people with the same top quality service. That's Auto & Truck Tire Center Incorporated, formerly Best One Tire, located at the same location, State Route 93, south of Jackson. Auto & Truck Tire Center Incorporated carries top quality tires such as Hercules. Also, they have several new programs to satisfy customers. It will be a huge mistake not to call Auto & Truck Tire Center Incorporated. Call 740-286-2290. That's Auto & Truck Tire Center Incorporated, formerly Best One Tire, State Route 93, south of Jackson. Fire up some freshness with new authentic chorizo and Hothead Burritos. Elevate the flavor
23: with the bold taste of chorizo bowls, burritos, tacos, and more. It's chorizo customized your way with countless combinations. Go mild with just a bit of heat or go wild and give it all you got with jalapenos, banana peppers, and your choice of 12 different signature sauces. Hothead Burritos has more choices than the other guys. And now you have real authentic
6: chorizo to spice it up even more. Hothead Burritos. How do you hothead? An alarming number of preteens are already drinking alcohol, which makes it urgent to find every opportunity to talk to your kids about the dangers of underage drinking. They really do hear you. For tips on what to say, visit talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. That's talktheyhearyou.samhsa.gov. This has been a public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, Gaia Jackson-Megg's Adam H. Board, and Jackson County Spark.
8: Rent to own is the way to do it Come on in, there's nothing to it Brand new look, the easy way Rent to own can do it today Your family's gonna love you for it It's time to rent to own
15: like the hard work of off-season conditioning and preseason training to prepare a team for a grueling season ahead. Now is the time to start thinking and preparing for next tax season so on tax day you score big. Be on the winning team and let H&R Block of Jackson's experienced tax professionals lead you to victory. Call Sally or Allison at 740-286-5601 for all your personal and business tax questions. H&R Block of Jackson. They know everything about taxes. You're listening
0: to the home of the Ironmen, Mix 96, WKOV-FM O'Kill, a Jackson County Broadcasting Station.
2: We're back here at La Rosa Field, and this is a crowd that is thinning out. There's been a while since this game, and uh, Pete Wilson, it was a near three-hour game, and statistics prove that out. Uh, The numbers in tonight's game, what a shootout. The Ironmen come-away victors but wow, I, I can't wait to hear
5: these numbers. I'll uh, tell you what, once again, you look at the scoreboard more like a basketball game, and that's kind of what it was, especially after the second quarter, back and forth, neither team could really stop each other. But when the dust finally settles, the Ironmen got off to that 14-0 lead, and they kind of made it hold up after it became a back and forth game, ended up winning 56-48, to and it was able to run out the clock at the end of the game because Western Brown couldn't stop the Ironmen either. Looking at the team stats, Western Brown rolled up 24 first downs to 14 for Jackson, 70 offensive plays to 43 for Jackson. Kind of amazing when you consider that Jackson was the running team and Western Brown was the passing team, but that shows you how good Western Brown was at being able to complete passes when they had to and uh, basically had, I think they had three 80-yard touchdown drives in this game. Jackson gets 351 yards rushing on 38 trips, about nine yards per carry. Western Brown only 67 yards on 26 carries, and a lot of those were by the quarterback. Uh, Jackson gets 35 yards passing, so give them 386 yards for the game. Western Brown, 332 yards passing for a total of 399 running and passing. Jackson, 2 out of 5 passing with 1 interception. Western Brown, 25 out of 45 with no interceptions. Jackson just punted one time on their very first possession. Western Brown punted three times, and I know all those were in the first half. Neither team uh, had any fumbles lost. Jackson had the one interception returned by Ty Spalding for a touchdown. Kind of got Western Brown going. Both teams had some penalties. Jackson, nine penalties, 79 yards. Western Brown, nine for 75. Uh, Individually, Cade Wilford, 20 carries, 252 yards, four touchdowns, And, of course, a kickoff return for a touchdown and two punt returns that set up touchdowns in one of his own. Eli Brehrman, 14 carries, 77 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Bodie Wolford was two out of five. One touchdown one reception for 35 yards. Drew Wiley, our player of the game, had a touchdown reception for 23. Okay, Brady Sutton, I tell you what, did his greatest impersonation of Drew Novak, uh, 24 out of 44 passing, 326 yards. Four touchdowns, no intercepts. Uh, And Isaiah Smith, a lot of guys got into the uh, receiving game for Western Brown, but Isaiah Smith obviously stood out. Ten receptions, 207 yards, two touchdowns. He also threw for a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and uh, also, uh, uh, also threw for an extra point conversion.
2: Well, Coach Hall has made it up here. And we're not giving him much chance to catch his breath because that was workout tonight, Coach. Yeah. Okay, we're joined with Jackson Ironman head football coach Andy Hall and the Ironman advance to 3-1 and one on the season. It's never easy, is it?
25: No, it's not. And in, in this rivalry, it's never easy at all. I mean, this is kind of the way it's been. then the eight games we've played them, it's been back and forth. I mean, I know in the pregame show we talked about the average scoring both we lose that
2: away with 44-29 yeah. to 29 coming in after average score tonight.
25: Yeah, Should I mean, that so, record. you know, average, every both teams, you know, score at least four touchdowns, five touchdowns every game. And, you know, tonight, it's just a, it's a tale of two teams, you know. They couldn't stop us running. We couldn't stop them throwing. And they would run just enough,
7: <laughs>
25: excuse me, um, just enough to keep us off balance, but, you know, I know that, you know, it's not Drew Novak, but like I told our kids, it doesn't matter because the system allows for things like that to happen. If you're a pretty good athlete and, and you know, they do a great job of knowing where to throw the ball and all this stuff, you know, that kid was their second best receiver last year and say, so moving the quarterback he knows the offense. I thought he was special. Yeah, he was. And, you know, now he's not going to lead the state of Ohio in passing, but we made him look good tonight doing it. Oh, wow. um, You know, I mean, he set some records tonight, but. You know, it's just frustrating because, again, you know, we got a 14-0 lead. You know, we're looking good. You know, the playing solid, we get a couple stops, and we score quick. And then, you know, we throw the pick six. The guy got him going a little bit. And then, you know, then all of a sudden it's just back and forth. You know, no team. You know, we didn't punt all night. I don't think they punted tonight either. No, they didn't punt. They don't hardly punt. No, anyway, so – um you know, it just—it was frustrating because we couldn't get off field on defense. But then on offense, you know, we score quick, which is great. I mean, I thought our offensive line played well. You know, I thought our running backs, you know, hit the holes and and were very aggressive tonight. Our receiver did well blocking in the perimeter. But anytime you break long runs like we did, it's not just the front five. You know, guys in the perimeter have to do their jobs downfield. So, you know, they did that. Um, you know, I had to throw the ball more than we did, but you know, we had to try to keep the ball and. You know, that whole that third quarter, I, I don't know if we even ran a snap on the third quarter and it seemed like. I mean, you know, it they had pretty much controlled the ball game at that point, but you know, I had told them in the pregame, I said, guys, I said, you know, key to these guys, you always gotta be one ahead. You know, you gotta get ahead because I've been in this game too many times knowing that it's a shootout. It seems like every stinking time and You know, tonight was no different.
2: Are we going to face a receiver any better than the last three weeks when we faced Terry from Ironton, Lattimore from Wheelersburg, and tonight Isaiah Smith was special, also. Right, and he's the
25: top guy coming back. You know, he's been a three-year starter for them. He's been their best kid. You know, you know for a long time, and we knew that. And we played some different guys on him, and, and it didn't matter. I mean, he. You know, he got what he wanted and made some great plays. But, again, that's what they do. You know, they this is, you know, backyard. They they throw the ball around all the time. And, you know, again, they don't get real nervous by giving up points because they're going to score a bunch of points. We're not used to that. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I like to score 50 points in a game, but we don't give up 40, you know. So it's, it's a different mindset for us that in a shootout like that, that's not our mentality. For them, it's no big deal. I mean, I you know, coach gave me a hug after the game. He's like, man, it seemed like we do this every year. He, I mean, he was fine. I mean, because that was pregame
2: yeah. statement of saying when he hugged you
25: last year, he said, "We're going to grow old on these kind of games." Yeah, and you guys both aged a little bit <laughs> Yeah. Today. I mean, and and so you know, but that they're, they're used to that type of game, and, and we're not. But um, you know, again, I was real happy with our offense. You know, being able to you know sustain drives and, and move the ball, game. we didn't punt tonight. Um, you know, defensively, we just we didn't make plays in space you know um to me too to me i was kind of guessing and you know then frustration sits in because you know we miss a, a sack or you know we just miss a guy you know a tip ball or something like that and now all of a sudden you're pressing and you try to remake really a play and then you don't and you fall I mean it just it just wasn't great, that's for sure. You touched on offensive
2: line from week one in the Logan game to right now, much improved. And it's not just tackle to tackle. Your offensive line includes Gavin Jones, Drew Wiley, AJ Graham, those guys they were the, the tight ends. You went double tight an awful lot tonight just to kinda
25: try to control that line of scrimmage. Right. You know, those guys again, like we said, it's not just the front five, but you know, I thought those guys did a real good job. I mean, we had uh, Dylan long banged his shoulder a little bit and okay I didn't know if it was yeah that. Um, I
2: saw him he didn't dress second he could have
25: he could have came back out but I told him I said hey listen we you know let's just get you he, he was okay after he'd ice and so forth. So let's not you know take a chance we got some other guys in there we didn't you know. You know, Xander Irvin came in, did a great job. Jed, you know, Thompson came in and did a great job. So we were okay. But the thing with him is he's such a—he's just a fighter in there. He's such a tough kid, and that he brings that toughness. But you know, again, we were—we were good without him tonight. You know, he'd be good to go next week. But uh, it just—I'm exhausted. I mean, it just—you know it just—you never felt like you had things under control. And that's the thing in this game, this rivalry. It never is that way. You never – neither team is ever comfortable with any lead.
2: You're tired. Number eight for the Ironman should be tired of five-touchdown performance, 200 and how many yards rushing, Pete? 252 yards rushing and special team plays, a kickoff return, two great punts that set up touchdown, punt returns. What a game by Kate Wolford.
25: Yeah, I mean, you know, on that last on the kickoff – Returned, you know, he took it to the house. He came over. And says, I'm exhausted. So we well, didn't have to score. We didn't want to. I mean, yeah. you know, I will tell you, but um, yeah, he he was big time tonight. Um, you know, Eli Berman, I thought did a great yeah, job watching from, him, and he ran hard as well. You know, Nolan Johnson come in, and, and he's our bigger back, so we put him in the, at the fullback position. He had some really nice ice and kick out blocks tonight too. So, you know, it, it is a three-headed monster. You know, Kate hat was going, you know, going well tonight. But, again, those other two do their jobs, and it, it helps it helps the other ones out.
2: We didn't throw much, but what a play by Bodie Woofer to keep that first down when we were third and six and we wanted to run the clock out. And he, yeah. that little keeper he kept, he ran hard and stayed in bounds.
25: Yeah. And he actually inbounds. called that. He came over. He says, Coach, because you know, we really were carrying our fakes. He said, they're not looking at me. He said, let's go ahead and run that keep. I said, all right. I said, just make sure. Again, remind him, two hands on the ball and, and stay in bounds. Right. And he, he did a nice job of getting outside and getting the first down and, and, and holding on to it. So, um, you know, it's a good win for us. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, even when you're frustrated giving up that many points and yards, but, you know, winning football games is not easy. I mean, I think sometimes maybe it looks easy in the stands and you think, well, all these games we've won in the past. Well, it's not easy, you know, and the kids put a lot of work in and, um, yeah, it's going to get easier next week. That's for sure.
2: Unknown opponent, Hamilton, Ross. Know much about them yet? I know yeah. one and two
25: coming <laughs> in. They're going to be solid. And they are. I, we got we traded film with them this afternoon. Just took a okay. peek at, at them. Um, they've thrown the ball five times all year. Wow! So you're going to see the exact opposite this Physical week. Physical game coming up. Physical. They are loaded. I told the kids probably the best team on our schedule. You know, one of the top teams for sure on our schedule this year. It's you know. They are very physical. They have a, a quarterback and tailback. They'll be the be like the Terry kid from Ironton. They got two of them. They can flat out fly. Um, defensively, they're they're aggressive in the fifty. fifty. Um, it's going to be a heck of a game. That'll be a total opposite game. The game may last an hour and ten minutes instead of three hours. <laughs> but you know they're a big D two school. You know, they're loaded with talent. They were in the regional semis last year. Um, you know we don't we don't shy away from them. I mean I know that you know. That coach has been there a little while, and they've got a good tradition of tough football. So, that's why I told the kids after the game, I said, you know, the, the league's going to get this film, and they're going to realize they're think they going to think they're going to throw it all over us. So I said, but next week, Ross doesn't care. I mean, they don't, they don't change their game plan. They're going to try to run down your throat and see how tough you are. So, the mindset's a little different next week, but it's going to be a heck of a game. We're going to, we're going to recognize our peewee kids and coaches next week. So, um, you know, come out and support those guys. I know those kids get excited to run out of the tunnel and, oh, and out of the helmet and everything else. So we really get, get a chance to, you know, recognize those kids and their hard work because that's the future of our program. And I'm very happy for what those guys, and the coaching staff and stuff does for, you know, for our school. So like I said, Pee Wee night next week now is a 730 kickoff. I know it's, 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 um, it looks like it says seven on all the programs, but they asked because it, you know it's an over two hour drive. Sure. If they can move to seven thirty, and we're like that's fine. So it is a seven thirty kick. Try to spread the word. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Alumni next week.
1: Don't let that one and two record fool you tonight. No, I, I don't
25: know why they did it with Wilmington tonight, but um, you know last week they won forty nine to seven or something like yeah. that, and it was yeah. I mean it was it was impressive. Yeah.
1: All right, congratulations on the win tonight, and we'll talk to you
25: next. Thanks, guys. All I appreciate right. it. Thanks, coach.
1: Coach Andy Hall, and some comments after tonight's uh, basketball game here in Mount Orville Well, felt <laughs> like a basketball, basketball game. Basketball
2: game on turf. Yes. On there, and it was fun.
1: The Ironman win it. They go to 3-1 and one on the season, and uh, we'll come home next Friday night to take on first-time opponent Hamilton Rock. What
2: a night. It'll be in alumni stadium, and as we said, when we honor those lower That's kids, like the, the lower-level football players. Their opening game is tomorrow, so they have been chopping at the bit to get playing, and then they're going to get a run through that helmet next week. Big week for uh, Pee-wee football players.
1: All right, that'll do it for us here from Mount Orb, Western Round High School. For uh, Pete Wilson and Dan Mara. this is Dan Dobbins saying so long, everyone.
0: You've been listening to Football Friday Night in Southern Ohio and Jackson Ironman Football on Mix 96 FM and around the world on the Total Media radio app. Jackson Ironman Football has been brought to you by Ohio Valley Bank, Paisley Permanent Cosmetics, Buckeye Construction and Restoration, Dan Daly State Farm Insurance, Four Winds Community, McDonald's of Jackson, H&R Block of Jackson, Malloway Designs and Boho Finds, Jackson County Banking Center, Lockard Insurance, Iron City Implements, Rent to Own, Angles Garage and Wrecker Service, Howard Hanna Realtors, the McNerlin Network, Faith and Fitness, Lewis and Gillum Funeral Home, Webb's Heating and Cooling, Brian Moore Construction, and Belisio Foods. Jackson Iron Mid Football on Mix 96FM is also brought to you by Liella Lanes of Wellston, Atomic Credit Union, Dave's Custom Butchery, Midway Quigmarts, Riser Equipments, Happenings Bistro, Osborne Equipment Service, Holzer Health Systems, Auto and Truck Tire Center, Pig and Steel Roofing and Siding, Rio Grande Jackson Center, Dakota's Roadhouse, Nimco Propane. Galia, Jackson, Megs, Alcohol, Drug, and Mental Health Board. O. Sizer, Miller, Wagon, and Clagg, Attorneys at Law. Honda, Suzuki, Polaris, k and KO of Jackson. Gillum Insurance, sponsor of tonight's Player of the Game. Hothead Burritos and Sheward Falks Insurance, sponsor of the Kojandy Hall Pre-Game Show. And Monroe Collision Center, sponsor of tonight's Hit of the Game. Don't miss a snap of Jackson Ironmen football all season long on Mix 96FM and around the world on the Total Media radio app. Football Friday night in Southern Ohio is a presentation of Total Media and Jackson County Broadcasting. Now stand by for extended post-game coverage as Football Friday night continues across Southern Ohio on Mix 96FM.